We're a bunch of cavemen together in front of a fire eating big fucking zebras and shit. And like, Way up there. There's like in the background, there's dudes grabbing chicks and dragging them by their hair. What are we talking about? Camera pans back. There's a dude fucking painting his nails. For those who just tuned in who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, a friend of ours has a website called Alpha Nail, and we were joking about it on the podcast yesterday that it seems like a sketch in Saturday Night Live. It's like, get more sex by painting your nails. It's it's The website's ridiculous, you know? And I think it's kind of funny, you know? I saw makeup ads for men in France. Like, ones for men's mascara. Men's mascara. Like billboards. Wow. Yeah. They w- dudes wear mascara in France? Is that, like, a normal or just a funny... I don't know. I saw thing? it on a billboard. I, I just... Uh, I couldn't believe it. You would <laughs> never I w- see I will say this, though, but I really have faith in Alpha Nail. Man, <laughs> the fucking... If we could get Chuck Liddell as the poster boy, because yeah. that motherfucker, mm. di- he, he does, paints, paints his toenails. toenails. You have him, and like, motherfucker, paint your goddamn toenails. You want to be the fucking <laughs> champion? Do what I do. Do you think he actually you know what does I mean? that? He probably gets it like a pedicure. He doesn't really sit around. I'm like, no, that? for sure. That's the problem with painting your own toenails is you got to go to the woman's department and shit like that. With Alpha Nail, you can get that shit next to the fucking the canteens and shit. <laughs> canteens. <laughs> next to the fucking camping axe. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, there's That's my it. nail color. I was almost out. I had camo nails. I don't want to go out with chip nails. If you market it right, it'll fucking work, man, for sure. I want to paint my fucking toenails. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> I never paint my toenails. There's a lot of dudes who do it because apparently, like their their uh, nail bed is like weak. It's like soft. That's what Frank Trigg used to say. He had soft like toes. Like if like his toes got That's a fucked great excuse. up. Easy. That's like yeah, Michael Jackson. You can't clear <laughs> stuff. It yeah, doesn't need to be colored. Yeah, yeah, man. I got weak nails, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good excuse. That's one of the best ones. Say, dude, I got cancer of the toes. It's like a chemotherapy type deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just want to do gay shit all the time. Oh, man, I need lipstick, man. It's SPF. So SPF and lipstick is not available. I need Regular sunscreen, yo. I don't want to go out with fucking lipstick on. But there's an SPF in the lipstick that just... Much more enriching. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the darker the red, the more lu- the more luxurious the red. It just reflects with the sunlight. That's it's all. Good that for is. Your skin. Mm. It's good for your skin. It's like nutrients. Did we go black? <laughs> like a a black somewhere. dude, like a hard I dog, like giving her an excuse while he's fucking wearing <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> you know, because Michael Jackson gave that excuse. At first, Michael Jackson was just like, you know, he just. Started going through the steps. One first surgery, no one says shit. He got first surgery, no one said nothing. And there are too many yes men. They're like, you look fucking great, man. Your yeah. three o'clock is here. You know what I mean? No one questioned his ass. And then he went in for the next album. When he did bad, it just got a little wider, right? Yeah, you just get a little, little too a little popular. Bit. And no one said anything. Do no wrong. Yeah, no one said shit. Out of control. There's not one dude. That, there's not one dude that went up and said, "Dude, your face, bro. <laughs> Come on, stop with it." No, I'm, I'm telling you this because I love you. Yeah. All right? You gotta stop. You know, no one said that, right? Um. Yeah, when people start fucking with their face, changing a little when bit. When you have that, that much power. I don't when you have that, that much like, power. He had so much power. Anybody ugh. say shit, they're cut. He's paying everybody within a five-mile radius yeah. of him. He's paying all their salaries. Anybody wow. fucks and up, And that's ever gone. since he was a little kid. Like, think about that. Like, ever since you were a little kid, you had, yeah. like, no boundaries. You had unlimited money and influence over he, everyone around you. Like, yeah. how could that affect you as a human? Be like, when you get older, like, I got to turn white. How could you have any character at all? I don't know. You, you would you have know. to be a complete mess. There's He's no way you would ever have an opportunity was, to develop a character. Yeah. You'd just be fucked. He was, 
a fucking musical genius, even though yeah. I didn't buy any of these goddamn CDs. But I understand why people liked him and shit. But, um, man, he definitely was the most affected by his fame out of ever. any celebrity ever. Well, he was also probably the most famous guy ever, too. I mean, the yeah. dude was He's building. right up there, right? He, Who's more famous than him? Yeah, exactly. Is there anybody? Yep. He's the most Jesus. famous and the most fucked up. Ooh, Maybe yeah. Muhammad Ali in his prime yeah. may have been right up there. Dude Elvis was, in his dude prime. Dude was building carnivals Elvis, at his houses yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was some serious shit. Only dude ever to build a carnival in his house. You know what I mean? And he just had, like, you know, who's it's, doing it's really that? Who's doing that? There, pet lions. Weird stuff like that. There's so much negativity mm-hmm. attached to him, but... If you're in a club and want to be starting something comes on, people fucking throw their hands up I in the air. When I do Woo! You know that part? Mm-hmm. When that when that fucking song kicks in, man, people oh, yeah, the throw their hands shit. up in the air. They people, love it. People just have respect for good music, dude. Yeah. It's I, like, yeah, like, good music is good music. Yeah, you know, say what you want about the person, but molester, damn it, like exactly. TLC, it I love that matter, song. All comes these, on, like all these guys come out, you know, that that were Apparently, gay throughout their, yeah. their the height of their musical careers, like dude from Judas Priest, dude from Queen. Like later, they come out like George John, yeah. all that shit. They all come out, and no one gives a fuck. Yeah, no one cares. We're like, we like your music so much, we don't care that you're gay. Even the South don't even give a shit. Yeah, yeah. the South, the, the Judas Priest is huge in Alabama, <laughs> and <laughs> no one hates gays YMCA. more than them. Nobody hates Who gays hates more song? than Mississippi. You know what I mean? What's that? YMCA, it's too happy. Like no one hates that song. Yeah, exactly. that's a silly song, but like Judas. Priest man, that they were they were hilarious. They were great gays, great yeah. powerful, gays. energetic I, gays. That's yeah. a crazy whoa. Did you hear that? That's my neck. Damn, those are a couple loud cracks there, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. What are you doing? Working on guillotine defense? No, no. I just I'm like pop rocks, dude. Everything I can like. You hear that? That was my back. Uh, is that just from a lifetime of judo? No, the, the fingers. Whoa. whoa! Is that Holy grabbing shit. collars? Since it's from two? gripping, like, because judo, you only grip with these bottom three fingers and just, like, going like this over and over and people ripping out as hard as they can all the time. Like, I, every time I fought, I had to tape over my, my fingers to tape my nails down so they wouldn't get ripped off. Yeah, it was, it's a game it's of like, just can grab squeezing like this better. and holding and getting ripped, like, holding as hard as you can and getting it ripped out, like, repeatedly for years. It messes your fingers up. Yeah. When did you start doing judo? Um, when I was 11, it was my first tournament. My first, I was on my 11th birthday. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. And you're That's when you now. started? That's well, I, I started a few months before that, so I was 10. Wow. But I count it because it was right on my birthday, and I started a few months before that, so I count it. It's just too perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. All those years of grabbing shit and manipulating bodies. When you see someone and they're wearing like a nice winter coat, isn't it almost like tempting to just ragdoll them? Some douchey dude in like a, a, a winter coat. You're like, bitch, you know what I could do to you? By, if I just grab winter. your fucking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> do you look at that like if you see a dude well, in a jacket, you like, that's like a treat to you, right? Well, now doing MMA, it's like, I, I'm kind of spoiled now. I don't like right. the gi so much anymore, especially like on the ground. It's like so much friction that like mm-hmm. I can't like do everything as fast as I want to. Right. It's like it's so much easier to like to stall out, you know, if you're wearing a gi. So. Going no gi, it's like it's more fun now. Did you do no gi a lot while you were doing judo, or do you only do um, judo with gi? I only did it like after the Olympics, because that's when I uh, I just took a year off, and I was like, no okay, gi. I'm gonna be a bartender and just be normal because I've just been training my entire life. And um, so then I was grappling and going to heist and stuff all the time and hanging out with those guys. And that's when I first started doing like no gi on a regular basis. And then once it 
first started suggesting, like, hey, you would do really good in MMA. You should do it. Okay, wait a minute. So after you, you won the what medal in the Olympics? Bronze. You won the bronze. Yeah. Awesome. What year was that? 2008. Awesome. God yeah. damn. You, you're a bronze medalist in the Olympics. Yeah. Ronda Rousey's a badass not, bitch. Not the I kids won the division. Olympics before that not the I was kids 17. Division. Like, this is like the real the <coughs> real. Real That's pretty Olympics. incredible, man. Holy I can fuck. swear in this thing, right? Who won, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who won? We encourage it. Who won okay, the gold? Right? No, some if Russian? they do, they're going to learn no, some good stuff. No, the girl who won the gold was the Japanese girl who, whenever I fought her, we always like went to golden score. Last, last time we fought, I was having a horrible day, but we um we fought in France. What does went to golden score mean? Golden score is like, Time? if you don't score in five minutes, then you go add another five minutes on the clock and the first score wins. Oh. And so we fought in France a couple months before that, and we went the full 10 minutes with no score. And I was having a crap day that day, too. And then the referees gave it to her because, of course, you know, she's Japanese. And then we fought the Kano Cup, and I beat the number one and the number two Japanese girl. And then I fought her in the final, and they, like, fucked me over in the, in the golden score round. So she said she, I was the one that she didn't want to fight in the Olympics. And however the draw worked out, she got to fight for first place, and I lost the girl that she beat, so I fought the third. I've always felt that we wins by advantage, like wins by advantage, at least in jiu-jitsu, they always seemed like bullshit to me. Like, yeah. that's a draw. You just wanted to give it to somebody, you know? It yeah. just seems... It Advantages seems like, are ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like nothing happened, nothing happened, man. I mean, what, one guy's on top is really... But you know what? In, in its defense, a lot of matches end up in... A tie, yeah. and you got to give it to someone. I know, so that's you give so it to crazy. the guy who <clears throat> almost did the most shit. But how often does yeah. it happen? Where that, that isn't that like <laughs> isn't uh, that like the the biggest problem? Though, like in in judging, like the yeah, nepotism the, the scoring shit? system in MMA, the scoring system in jujitsu, man, is it's, judo's it's scoring system crazy. fucked up? It's totally messed up. Really? Like, yeah, it's really <clears throat> up to the discretion of the referees a lot of the time. Like. Um, I always had to like fight to win every match twice, pretty much. Like I had, like, like I was always trying to be like you said, you had to win every match twice on a bad day. That's how good you had to get because there, there were so many times. Like on my first Olympics, I fought the girl first round and I threw her flat on her back in front of God and everyone, and all the referees just pretended it didn't happen. Like they just, it's like that corrupt. Just so like, that should have been how many points? When that should have been it. I should have won. And then she. Oh went really? On That's and the whole, That should the be the whole medal. match. Yeah. And then I. What is that called later. in judo again? Ipon? Is that what it's called? Ipon, yeah. 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 And that means it it's that corrupt. Is there video footage of this? Can we see yeah, this? Yeah. I you know, it. that's a realistic one. You know, like the thing about judo, one of the things that I love is like if you, you know, you see a tournament and the guy gets slammed on his head and that is the match. Well, that is the match in real life, too. Mm -hmm. In real life, it's way on worse. Concrete, Fuck like, yeah. Ouch. There's a video of this Russian kid. This boxer is fighting this Russian judo kid. Yeah. They're having a street fight. Dude, and the Russian judo right. guy grabs this motherfucker and throws him onto his head, onto the concrete. Yeah. And it's horrifying. The dude just, he just goes gonzo out. Yeah, and then, judo is, is excellent for the street. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> you could just throw street. a dude and just, yeah. Jesus Christ. Bam. I talked to, you know, Caro and Manny Gamburian about, like, growing up and using their judo on the streets. <laughs> oh, my God. They're, they're not shy about telling you oh that my they God. dumped. Yeah. <clears throat> Plenty of people. Yeah, especially people wearing clothes. You know, a person Everyone's wearing a jacket. Wearing yeah. What about yeah. what about you? Have you ever used, have you ever used your <laughs> Unless judo? Unless you're going to like a nudity party, you're pretty well set. Have you ever used your judo on the street? Some yeah. bitch acts up at a party. You think you all that? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I got I got in a couple fights in school, just because like I didn't look that intimidating, you know, and kids are trying to push me around and. 
Um, which throw? Which one? Kaza Katami? Oh, in the sixth, <laughs> I in the sixth grade, I threw this one boy with Osotogari on his head. Osotogari is the one where the leg goes in between the legs? No, it's on the outside. The, the outside? Oh, the judo throw. Which, which is the one where the leg goes in? Is it Hashi? What is in, it? In between the legs? Uchimata. Yeah. Uchimata. Yeah. And, what, and, and when it goes all across the outside of the legs. That's Haragoshi. Oh. Joe, trying to learn that judo. Trying to learn some judo. <laughs> judo. I, I get he gets, shit wrong. he gets he gets uh, reamed on that net sometimes for <laughs> for is is jujitsu commentary. My judo commentary is not so is hard. Jujitsu commentary better than anybody out there. Mm-hmm. Striking commentary, pretty fucking damn yeah, sharp. I don't, yeah, it's very like lame. Wrestling, like, they, anyone can understand and good. get into it too. Is know? wrestling's good. Man, that judo. It's hard to learn those kamikaze. Kamikaze. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know the names of like, any throws. I didn't take any hard. tests for like That's to be promoted. Those like, are cool-ass like, names, though. Yeah, you know? they are cool once you learn them. Uchimata. But there's so many throws I, I mean, knew, and I didn't know the name for Come on, so that's long. a dope name. I just had a Uchimata. change. Do you know what's my favorite you know what I mean? throw? <laughs> Listen to this. Retard. Listen to the name of this throw. This throw is the one I got my bronze medal Olympics with. It's called Sode Surakamagoshi. Whoa. Right? Sode Surakamagoshi. Is that the headlock one? And you call it Sode for short. Like, I gave them all nicknames. Like, wow. like that uh, thing I cut Sarah Delia with. I was trying to do a throw and I messed up and turned it into the armbar. And it, I called it Sumi for short. But it's actually called like Sumi Geshi or Sumi Geshi or something like that. The other one. Do you like, know how to speak Japanese? No, I was supposed to live in Japan and like live and train there for um, Team Komatsu. Because uh, you know, Komatsu, that company, they make this, like the cranes and stuff. They have like a, a company team of judo players that they sponsor to live and just train full time pretty much. And um, they have like one foreign person that they bring in to train with them for like a year and they'll like have them work for the company, you know, which is pretty much train with the team. And then they give you like Japanese lessons and you live there in Japan. They pay you like a lot. And I was supposed to go there and do that. But um, I like after a week, I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do judo anymore. And I went home and started doing MMA. Did you just get tired of it because there was no money in judo? There's like, is there money? in? Is there like a professional judo league? Uh, no, no, there's no. just like certain teams like that, kind of, you know, but it's really hard to make money as a judo player. Mm-hmm, right? especially Is, in was the that US. a, was that a reason to get into MMA? Was it a financial reason? Or no, was I it... just didn't like doing judo anymore. Cause I, I could pay the bills with like the funding that I was getting for like the national governing body and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, how, I just didn't like work? it. They, they pay athletes to train. Um, is that what it is? yeah, they, they like would kind of like give you like checks monthly if you like qualify with so many points enough to really? pay the rent. For me, yeah, but I was like, it was like wow. me. I was like of two people or something like that, like two or so three. So you're people a superstar judo me. player. Not superstar. I mean, but if I went to any judo tournament, people would know me. Nice. But okay. it's such a small community, you know. Like, there's not like it's a crazy hordes of people. Skill. Like, yeah, it's a weird. So what weird was niche. the move again? You you decided after the Olympics in 2008, I'm gonna take a break. You started bartending, uh-huh. and then you started hanging out with the guys from Highestun. How you met them at a? Oh a no, bar? I knew them. I knew them since I was a kid. I started oh, training with them when judo. I was like. 11. Okay. Like, like 11, 12. So, but then you walked away from judo. Ass. I cried every single practice. They would beat me up till I was like crying. Really? Every practice, yeah. Every practice? Every practice I cried from really like good? 2002 to like 2005. That's incredible. And you kept coming back. Usually when you cry three times straight, you're like, fuck this. No, was it because something hurt? It was because I get really frustrated because no matter how big they were, I was frustrated that I couldn't catch them, you know? Like, I don't know. I had like a, a thing where I just, I wanted to beat everybody and like, I would cry if I couldn't. So do is it. that where you got most of your judo training from Hayastan? 
Uh, no, I got it all over the place. My mom, she's unbelievable. She would drive me to like four different judo clubs like a week. Why was your mom? Your, your mom was judo. a judo champion, right? Yeah, she was. Oh, shit. Okay. Damn. In the family, yeah. bitches dropping bitches on heads. Oh, damn. She won the world championships in 1984. She was the first wow. American to win That's, the world championships wh- in judo. Wow. Well, say that again? She was the first American, like, man or woman to win the world championships in judo. What? She's and like only been, Nixon. like, four people ever to do it. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. So she was a, she's a superstar in judo. Your mom. Kind of. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like, that sounds like that's a superstar, crazy. period. Nice. My mom rocks. So you're like Cron Gracie. <laughs> yeah, you're like Hicks and Gracie's kid. Right, but for like women judokas, I guess. So yeah. what happened exactly that made you get into <laughs> MMA? What was it? You remember um, spe- a specific just, conversation? I, no, it was just kind of like okay, because people in the Coast Guard were like, you can be a Coast Guard and be a rescue swimmer, and like they brought they like people down to like take me to their base and like had me like go along like on the boat drills with them so I could see the helicopter and the guy jumping out of the helicopter and they're Join like, us. and they're like, yeah, we'll skip you the two year waiting list. You just go to boot camp Damn. and you hang out for a few months <laughs> and then we're gonna send you right to rescue swimmer school and you can like just jump out of helicopters and do this stuff for your Whoa. whole life. And all the guys there were like, it's man, incredible. we only have like three girl swimmers. Like that'd be awesome. It's like being a kid your whole life, you know. You just hang out and jump out. Of helicopters all day and save people it's awesome but my mom didn't like the idea because they have a higher fatality rate than people going to war you know it's like a really dangerous job so um and plus once I committed to it I couldn't turn back or anything so I was like well that sounds pretty awesome but I would have to move every four years or something like that and I didn't have any say where I could live so it'd be like I would have to move from like North Carolina to like Alaska to like Hawaii isn't it crazy that they can even do that 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 anything that they can sign you up for anything I know you signed it man you signed the piece of paper now you are a slave or you go to jail for four years or you go to jail yeah you can't quit no. I mean, it's the, that is the most ridiculous thing. But yeah. really, that's the only way you can have an army. Yeah. The only way you can have an army is you can't quit. Mm-mm. You know, you have to come to some really irrational agreement where, you know, you have to do everything they tell you. Get up when they tell you. Yeah. They're going to wake you up early so you get used you to it. Camp. Yeah. What a what a wow. Thank you, God you we have. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank crazy. God we were. This country's filled with wild animals who have got mm-hmm. the balls of a fucking buffalo and are willing and they want to go to Afghanistan. Yeah. They can't fucking wait. <laughs> they can't fucking wait. They're, it's because they've been playing Call of Duty dang, since they God. were nine. You know? like, that stuff's day. all funded yeah, by the military so the kids are like, I want to be a soldier. And they're all yeah. ready for Man, it. By if the there time. was a shortage. I remember I was watching one of those Marine commercials where the dude was fucking jumping over these obstacles and running and climbing this net and he pulls out a sword and you're watching it's all like video game shit like you know he's doing like karate and it's like a video game and yeah. you're watching it and you're like god damn I want to be a fucking marine oh yeah, that's good exactly yeah if, if your life good. sucks if your life is boring you're like shit that looks awesome yeah you shouldn't be able to like but that's like such false advertising. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking, <laughs> they don't even look like real people. It's like a goddamn video game. He's throwing yeah. kicks and sparks are flying. Yeah. That would be illegal like, for they a had, regular like, company. Yes. Like, trying to miss each other yeah. and they're like, this isn't a video game. Yeah. This is real life. They're like, crisis averted, sir. If like, they were a private <laughs> you company, remember that commercial? yes, yes. Ah! They would get sued if they were a private company. If it was in the government, if there were McDonald's, fucking lawsuits going. That is not. It's not what I signed up for. Yeah, you can't sue the government. That's the thing that sucks. Yeah, it would be like they could go crazy. They can go crazy. They should just straight up lie. They should have like you know dudes like Marines like partying on fucking yachts and stuff like that with a bunch of chicks. Go to fucking Singapore. Go to fucking the Philippines, and they're all just partying. What if I they got could sent to the base in Dubai? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're 
all pumping and something. Like every, they got they got fucking rifles and they're dancing and it's a party. That's why they do the the rifle tossing spinning thing. They're like, it's fun. We what play if with they guns could make Afghanistan them. look like paradise? You know what, what if I mean? they could like, devise a program? Like, look at my hand. <laughs> What if they could devise a program where when you're in one of their spacecrafts, one of their, their you know, fighter jets or something like that, that while you're looking at everything through the, the lens gets distorted and changed so it looks like you're fighting off monsters. That would be brilliant. Like instead of people, it looks like you're fighting <laughs> fucking zombies. Like every person just so registers. So then you would just have no remorse. Hor- you're like, yeah, zombies. you'd have no What's fucking zombies? remorse whatsoever. <laughs> it would be, you would just, it would completely change everything. It would change the color of the, make a nightmarish scenario down there and it would all be zombies. How about That's this? how you would see reality. How about the government forms the biggest gaming company and they're going to run live games where everyone could jump in but <laughs> people don't know they're actually killing real people in Afghanistan they think they're playing tournaments and oh shit my God. have you ever read the it book so Ender's real. Game then? what is that Ender's Game Ender's Game that's my favorite book ever it's what an Orson about? Scott Card sci-fi novel and it's Never about heard of this it. kid. I don't like. I don't want to spoil the end, but there's like involved like video games are like they fool these kids into thinking like these super genius kids into thinking it's like actually just video games, but it's like real war. I didn't invent that. So they're completely like they're completely original <laughs> and they're not biased. And I was they, about and to put that on my phone. They think it's a game and they <laughs> yeah. just like they use these well, small brilliant kids. What's it called? It's getting so close. Um, Ender's Game. If it's you, a real movie. No, it's a it's a it's a book. I think they might be making a movie out of it. So Damn! Look yeah. how ripped me off. He ripped me off. Look go. how good those That's video awesome. games look now. Look how close we are to like almost emulating real life. It's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's not there totally yet. You could still tell it's a video game. Yeah, but for how much longer? Comes out instead of blood. Yeah, I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, when you know, when you're watching like video games, like the interaction that you have with a lot of these characters now, it's so good. You know, eventually yeah. it's going to get to a point where. Between when the movie or the motion picture was invented and video games today, like that kind of the, the ability to create the kind of image they can create today, what is going to – you take that same timeline of like 100 years and put it into the future, fuck, man. It probably will look exactly like real life. Yeah. It will probably, for our, our eyes, be indistinguishable. Yeah, and That's it's like real nuts. people interacting with each other too, like yeah. through the internet a lot of time with their own characters, and if it becomes so realistic, like people might lose reference to which ones. Then you put a three D helmet. Once they get yeah. the virtual reality three yeah. D helmet, where like it's all your peripheral, it's everything. Once they get that down, and it isn't just a rectangle, you know. And yeah. then you could go yeah. into like a virtual world. Once you could do that shit, fuck. No one's you know what they're the gonna do with movement? Do you know how they do movement? It's pretty dope. They do it in a giant, like, hamster ball. What? Yeah, so you have this... Hamster ball? What's a ha- hamster it's a, ball? You know how uh, hamsters, they walk, or they roll in those wheels? The hamster they, wheel. You know how they keep going? But, yeah. it's, but it's a ball. It goes in all oh, different okay. directions. Okay. They have balls, too. You put them in there, and they, they roll it backwards and yeah. forwards and side to side. It's like that. So as you're going forward, you're probably going to have some sort of a sensation that you're causing this thing to move. But you will, other than that, you will be in an ever-changing, constant, real, live environment inside your own fucking head with a 3D helmet on. When is this happening? Well, they already have invented, uh, like, rudimentary ones. They're not that good, though. It's just I don't think they have the technology yet to recreate, you know, giant worlds like that in real time. And, you know, I don't don't know. I mean, I don't know how much has been invested in it. Have you seen the documentary? uh, They got the fucking guys who make video games on it. I'm sure they could pull it off. Have you seen the documentary Transcendent Man? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Ray Kurzweil. I saw it last night. I was he's three a, in the morning going, holy fuck. That's an amazing documentary. Trans 
parent man. One of my students recommended it to me. There was that other guy that was scary <laughs> in that documentary, the one who kept referring to them as Atelex. Atelex. You know, the guy who lives in China, who's a, the guy who's a, he was, uh, I forget his name, I should remember his name, but he was talking about how, you know, he, he, you know, he doesn't see it as being such a rosy future. You know, when things go live and all of a sudden there's a, an intelligent computer that's like pulling plugs yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people sense that could go really badly for yeah. us. Basically, Ray Kurzweil, he's a, just one of the most brilliant men that's ever lived. He, he's, pre he's predicted exactly what a computer is now. He predicted that shit. He actually invented the synthesizer, right? He or invented over 100 different things. Yeah. He has like 100 different patents. He's a, a genius. He's a mad scientist. And every, every prediction he's given throughout his life has come true. And, and his latest prediction is by within 25 years or 30 years, something like that. Mm -hmm. It was late. I watched this last night. I don't remember all the facts. But within 25 years, he's saying that technology and biology will merge into one. So we'll already have mastered how to uh, immortality and um, uh, artificial intelligence will get to the point where it can make itself. Wow. And, you know, he's talking about no more computers. Like, uh, like the computer we have now, that's, that's considered like an eight-track tape yeah. in 25 years. Computers will be in our blood. It'll be in our bloodstream. Like, they'll be... Like super crazy ultra hyper nanobots oh in our fucking bloodstream, keeping us alive, fighting disease, giving us the ultimate memory. I mean, this is what he's saying, and wow. he's been right about everything. And and it just seems like they're gonna figure everything right. out eventually. Oh, I know they're having yeah. like 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 experiments at Berkeley. I heard this that um very reliable sources that they actually have like computer chips in these monkeys' brains, and they can like move cursors around on a computer screen by like thinking about it and like clicking on things yeah and, like, i think they they've already actually... done that with paralyzed people as well really yeah yeah i believe they have yeah yeah with that's their crazy <laughs> you think? So yeah. you're just gonna have like computers in your contact lens and you're just like or oh. as you're yeah, you're, a be constantly, you're just gonna twitter every thought that you have all this is gonna be the <laughs> old west like this kind of shit. Yeah. It's yeah. They're like wires. They had wires yeah. and things. Talking's gonna be stuff. for fucking retards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what are you gonna, gonna put gonna on tables? You're not gonna have any stuff. There's still gonna, gonna be have to be, so be a real tangible world where people have to mine for all this shit and get these minerals to create these things. That's the really freakiest. The, really, the freakiest part about technology and where everything's going is if you go to the root of technology, it's rare minerals and they're in the Congo. Like most of this stuff that they need to make like cell phones and, and, and laptops and shit, it's all in like these terrible dark places where people are barefoot and they're pulling yeah. it out by hand. You know, I mean, you, you watch these, the Vice Guide to the Congo. It's amazing shit, man. Like it's really, it's crazy. It's like we can't even imagine. It's like worse than Mad Max. You know, the Congo is cr it's a crazy jungle and they have children working there. And there was like all this, this just weirdness there with armies and different fighting, you know, factions. It's like wow. super dangerous place to go yeah. to. Oh, and yeah. that's where all these minerals are coming out. They're, they're slaughtering people at an unprecedented race in the, rate in the Congo. It's like really scary shit. Like Aww. it's very dangerous to go down there. Remember the documentary we saw in the Congo? It's a BBC yes. documentary I still called have the Congo. That. And, and it's not about anything politically or anything. It's, it's about the Congo, how the jungle is so vast and so dense that no white man has been able to conquer it. 
anybody they try to you know france went in and like all these different kind of like england they're always trying to colonize parts of africa but they haven't been able to do it it's the jungle is so dense and so dark and so evil and so unforgiving (laughs) they all go insane (laughs) anybody like a colonist will go out there and go we're going to conquer this this is going to be the the beginning of a colony Mm -hmm. they all go insane and they all die they can't hang out there it's so stupid it's like moving into an alien war path it's like that's what that's what it is out there. It's like a, that's a battlefield. Yeah. There's bugs and snakes and Animals. jaguars and yes. chimps and this and that and that and this. People, nine-year-olds uh, with guns, yeah. spiders, <laughs> nine-year-olds with spiders. Guns. Yeah, the people. Gi- yeah, they're they're even scarier. Yeah. Giant tarantulas, like the size of a rabbit, in swarms. Oh. Yeah, that is, that. that is the they're not solo. <laughs> they, 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 one t- tarantula will scare the <laughs> shit out of me. Yeah. So but a swarm? You I don't ain't think it's a tarantula. I don't think it's a tarantula. It's something like that. It's big and black. It's a nasty spider. Want, and but they but do it's... hunt in packs. It's the only place in the Damn. world where they've ever observed tarantulas or any bugs, rather, hunting or uh, spiders hunting in packs. Hunt, you know, spiders usually have a web, and that's their web. Not that, you know, that not these, crazy. These, figu- yeah. these dudes figured out, look, we could all take down a deer if we just get together. Can you imagine they have a living in a hut out there? They be? A smart <laughs> bug somehow is really scary to me. I don't want a smart bug well, to be around. How about, the, you want to see like the clearest sign ever of adaptation and evolution on Earth? It's the Congo, because the Congo just 2,000 plus years ago was like grasslands. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these animals that are stuck inside the Congo that used to be like grasslands animals. Yep. Like there's a thing called, I think it's called a diker, and it's a type of antelope. It's this little tiny, like short-legged antelope that now can swim underwater for a hundred yards, and it eats fish. Shut yeah. the yeah. What? Because what? The jungle you know why? Because up. the jungle just swarmed around. Like, bitch, you want to survive? Well, you guess what? Leaves aren't going to do it anymore. Okay. Well. There's a lot of water around here, and you're going to have to. You ever try eating fish? <laughs> and the antelope's like, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't kill things. Yeah. Yeah. An antelope totally. figured yeah, out it's a digestive system would have to change to handle yeah. something completely it's different nuts. like yeah. that. In certain parts of the Congo, yeah. the jungle is actually it's evolving into the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jungle is growing, so yeah. it's like he said, it's. Like these animals t- t- that takes were over all these like there's rhinos that are stuck in the Congo. You know, there's all these, uh, yeah. these like plains animals like gazelles and shit. The video was beautiful. I remember when they were running through the splash of the water. It's like they're, st- they're just trapped in there. They're stuck. They're stuck mm-hmm. in there and they can't get out. They're in this rainforest, but they're not rainforest animals. It's really weird. So it's a rainforest, but there's like deer running through it. Mm-hmm. Very strange, you know, and, and it's just there's parts of it that are just impenetrable. So it's amazing, amazing. But you know that guy Shane Smith that we had? He invited me to go with him to try to find the fucking man-sized chimps in the Congo. Oh, I'm like, bitch, I ain't going to the Congo. Dude, Are you crazy? No. People you're chimps on your own. are pimps. <laughs> chimps. No, there's a giant chimp. Chimp people. There's a thing called the Bondo ape. It's a huge gray Shut chimp. Up. Huge, enormous, over six feet tall. A lot of they have photos of them walking upright. What? Enormous chimpanzees. And they nest on the ground like gorillas. But wow. they're so deep in the Congo. They've, there's a guy named Carl Armand. He's a, uh, a, a wildlife photographer that has been going there since 1996. Mm-hmm. And all he's got is like camera photos and photos of skulls. And it's like it's really fucking hard to find them. But a, a research team in somewhere in the 2000s, the early 2000s went. And they got not only did they get photos of them, they got video of one eating a jaguar. Yeah. Shut up. This is the craziest thing. The locals say there's two different types of chimps. There's the tree beaters and the lion killers. They call them lion killers. 
These are giant 300, 400 pound chimpanzees that can walk upright and they have all gray hair. It's like that fucking shitty movie. Remember that movie Congo? Do you remember that movie, Brian? I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. Who's it? Michael Crichton is that his name? The guy who wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote all those. He wrote that, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, it's based on a real fucking monkey. Wow. They really have them. They shot one in like the early 1900s and, you know, nobody could tell what the fuck it was. Well, they, when they, the one they shot, they took a photo of it and they have it they had it on like a stick. And everybody's like, "What was that? Some sort of a mutant gorilla? Like, what the fuck is that thing?" Well, that's what it was. It was one of these crazy giant chimps. Like, there's a whole lost subspecies of chimps, and they're huge and they're aggressive and they eat big cats. Wow. <laughs> cats Did you are imagine, dude? Chimps are the gnarliest animals on the planet. If chimps were like as big as elephants, do you know how bad they would run the world? <laughs> We wouldn't be able to do anything about it. If there really was a King Kong, they would have never. He would have jumped off that Empire State Building and like, grabbed his dick when he hit the ground. A real, <laughs> a real chimp that's that big. They're so fucking strong, man. Yeah. They're like they're they're super organisms. And to to think that a regular one that's like 150 pounds is the strength of a 500 pound man. That's like they've does. they've shown them like they've had they've done exercises with these things where they've they've given them candy for picking up certain things and like moving things or pulling on things. See how hard they can pull it they had some female chimpanzee and with one arm she had some it was insane it was like thousands of pounds she was pulling with one arm and it looked effortless to her looked just effortless like we can't even wrap our heads around how fucking strong a six foot tall 400 pound chimp would be crazy chimp that's eating jaguars (laughs) god damn Think of a bunch of them. Think of like five. Well, they hunt in packs too. Ah! They hunt in packs. That was one of the things they got rushed on in uh, one of the uh, one of the um, uh, stories by these scientists is they got rushed on by them and the chimps got scared off when they Mm -hmm. saw people's faces and they panicked. But they said it was fucking terrifying because they weren't coming to scare anybody away. They were rushing on them quiet. They were coming in as hunting. They were hunting, but then they saw the people's faces. They saw the white faces, and they freaked out, and they took off. But these were just fucking scientists. And, you know, I don't know if they were even armed. I mean, I don't think you're supposed to go walking through the Congo armed. No. You know, I think they fucking shoot you. So they probably didn't even have guns. So what are they doing? They're wandering through the fucking Congo, and they get rushed on by a team of giant gray chimps. (laughs) Giant six foot tall murderous gray chimps <laughs> with crests on their head like gorillas. Crests? They have crests on no. their head. And when they when they get angry like a dog, their hair puffs up in the back like a mohawk. Uh. God damn! <laughs> you know how scary that would be in the jungle and these motherfuckers are running up on <laughs> just staring at you. <laughs> Shit! Shit! You know, that's, this isn't a zoo. You're, you're a fucking hundred days walk to the nearest town. Wow. Did you see the video uh, with the baboons who train dogs? Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. Like, you never think in yeah. Africa. They have, Africa, they do have cities. It's not all yeah. jungle and, and dudes with spears. Have, like, <laughs> cities, right? And they have, cities yeah. have dumps. So you think, what would a dump in Africa uh, consist of? Like, our dumps out here might have coyotes. We got some seagulls. Mm-hmm. We got some squirrels and shit, some rabbits or whatever. In Africa, they have baboons mm. hanging out at the dump. Yeah, baboons. They have baboons all over the dump, and that's where they get their fucking food. And they, they raise dogs to take care of the baboon babies against other fucking baboons. So they'll take wow. a dog, and they'll fucking grab it and drag it down the fucking mountain. They steal the puppies. And they, they sit on them and train them. 
They train them to, wow. the, to obey, and then they got friends, and then they're best friends. They and got then the, the dogs, dogs bark when anything comes near, so they can sleep. Yeah, they train them like a dog, like a watchdog. That's some real shit. The world's changing quick. Training these dogs. weird, like kind of evolutions happening that like you wouldn't see happening so fast. Like I was seeing this thing about like bird colonies, and there used to be all these bird colonies that would like coexist peacefully on this island, and then suddenly like one bigger like breed of bird was like, hey, let's just go to eat, go eat those birds, and they just started going and eating the bird babies from the other colonies, like all of a sudden within the past couple of years. Wow, and yeah. what are they attributed to? Probably a lack of food. Oh, well, the, you know, the, there's a big uh, instances or a lot of instances of polar bear cannibalism now. They're observing all these polar bears eating each other wow. really at unnormal rates. It's always bears have always eaten other bears, mm-hmm. especially uh, late in the season, like before it, um, before they're, they're, they're going into hibernation. <laughs> like a lot of times if, you know, if food's scarce or something goes wrong, they'll eat their cubs. Mm-hmm. Well, dolphins fucking eat other dolphins. I mean, like yeah. kill the whale, eat, eat dolphins. Yeah, but yeah. I think dolphins um, eat other dolphins. They just do it to get, to get the females to <laughs> fuck. Did you hear about those killer whales Not that were documented orcas. killing sharks, like great white sharks? Killer whales were keeping, sh- yeah, killing sharks. Yeah, killer whales are the baddest motherfuckers it's in the crazy. ocean. Crazy. They're like people brains in this giant, like, super body. There's not great kill, footage yet. Kill whales. Yeah, they, they don't have good footage. There's one, there's one news piece. They did a documentary on it where they get, like, you see the killer whale roll and he has something in his mouth, but you haven't seen it clear. But, I mean, wouldn't that well, be I the mean, most amazing piece of film where you actually can see a great uh, killer whale? To the people who watched that happen, whale. how badass must have that been? Yeah. You know, fuck going front row at the UFC. Imagine <laughs> being in the ocean on a boat and you're watching a killer whale and a shark fight to the death. A great white shark. Yeah, like a great not like white. just like some other like homeboy blue yeah. shark. Like this is a great white gnarly shark. I don't think they can fuck with a killer whale. Killer whales are too smart, too yeah. big. Yeah. It's just it's like you know what it's like? It's like they're just kind of dumb fish. You know, they're dumb eating machines. That's what I'm saying. The killer you know whales figured be- out the hit them and like bite it by the tail and roll it over. So yeah. it would like fall asleep and just drown, and then they just yeah, eat it. It's like it's like Frank Mir against a bodybuilder. Bodybuilders look awesome. scary. You know what I mean? That killer whale. I was like, dude, I know some jujitsu. <laughs> Stand up, get better. I got better. all my friends here. Like, oh, dude. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, everybody's scared of killer of uh, sharks, but if killer whales wanted to fuck people up, that would be the real Man. fear. It happens How all the cool time with that? killer whale trainers. They get like yeah, well they they should. You know what, man? They should let those whales go. That's fucked up. What they're doing is totally wrong. They're, these these animals have a direct connection with their parents, and they steal them from them, and then they take them yeah. and then they put them in these fucking fish tanks. And they wonder why they kill people. You know, <laughs> they, they they they're thinking animals. You know, yeah. isn't it amazing though? It's amazing though when they'll kill someone. The bottom, like the bottom dollar, the bottom line is let's, we can't kill that motherfucker just to get another one and train him. It's worth it just to take a chance and make fucking trainers sign waivers and shit. We yeah. can't kill that killer. Yeah, they can't they kill gotta him. Keep, they keep him alive. Well, yeah. he's killed three people. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What is it called? His name? Tilikum or something like that? Whatever the, the name of the whale. It's not Shamu. It, that's Has Shamu so killed anyone yet? Get, to get uh, another one to perform yeah. like that? They're like, they take you ones that kill people. We got to just let him kill him. We yeah. can't get rid of him. If he kills someone else, fuck it. It's amazing. And, and he knows that he can kill people and get away with it, too. That's what's incredible. He's killed three different people. And what kind of, uh, you know. It's like a dog, you know. You know, after the second or third time. 
and they gotta whip them a little bit. You know wow. they're doing something like electrocuting them or well, they're they, trying to teach them don't do it no more. Shit. They can't. Something. They're you doing gotta, something. You, gotta, you can't just you can't go in the tank with them. No one can go in the tank with them anymore. You can't uh, like they're trying to use him for breeding and shit, but you can't go in the tank with so them. So they're not part of the show anymore. I don't think, think he. I think how did he, he kill does, three people? He'll do things at a Damn. distance, but I don't think you're allowed to get actually in the tank with him. I want to see a uh, documentary you know? about that fucking. <sighs> can you imagine go? Uh, give me each. I want to. I want to know about each story and how the fuck it happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he pulled the last one. He he reached up and grabbed her and pulled her into the water and drowned her, and he did it in front of a bunch of people. You know, they, he, 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 and they I all died. Think, I think she, di- she did something like she, she rubbed his back or rubbed his belly or something. Said something like, he really likes this. And then he took off and then fucking just grabbed her and yanked her into the water, you know? And just, I guess everybody just freaked the fuck out. And once it's got you in the water, I mean, that's it. It's By the way, there's really it, nothing it, you can do. It was Shamu that killed somebody no, it in wasn't, February. Yeah. Wow. Come on, that's what it's saying on online. Oh, I, I think, think there's I a think lot of Shamus. I don't think there's just one Shamu. There's like that's baby Shamu and like Papa Shamu. There's a Shamu. lot of imposters. There's a lot. They, they call like twenty of Imposter them Shamu. Shamu. How many you know times? Like all the lassies. They're all Shamu. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Shamu. How many right. times have uh, Killer Whale's done that? <laughs> 13 bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he should be dead by now. Shamu's been around for like 75 years. Those things live a long Come time. On. How many Sea Worlds are there? Yeah, dude. Like, whales live a long time. I want to know what the, who the real fucking Shamu is because they pulled that Bruce Lai shit on us because that isn't all Shamu. <laughs> that isn't all Shamu. That's like the Bruce Lai shit right there. For people who don't know, Bruce Lee, when he died, they came out with a dude named Bruce Lai. He <laughs> basically looked like kind of similar but not as ripped. How crazy was it that his last name was Lai? It was all a lie. <laughs> Who's <laughs> fucking lying? I know. It's like I we were lying. We were lying. It's a lie. <laughs> and he, you know what I mean? He, he, there, there was like 10 times more Bruce Lee movies made mm. after he died than when he was alive. Yeah. There was all these return of game of the death. Mm. There was like all Bruce Lee stars and fucking anger of the dragon, you know, resurrection <laughs> of the dragon. They, they didn't care. The people making movies, they had no respect for the people. <laughs> that, see, they're like, these guys are stupid. <laughs> We're just going to make up some shit and make it seem like it's Bruce Lee. And people, I mean, Game of Death, they did it with that. You know, Bruce Lee made like 10 minutes of it. He died. And they just said, fuck it. Let's make the rest of it with a fucking double. They said, let's make the rest of it with a double. Wow. And they released it. And everyone watched it. and all Because the, they knew kids couldn't tell. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. at a Britney Spears concert, she's lip syncing because you can't be dancing around like that and saying you're going to be yeah. running out of breath. So they just make a decision. These 12-year-old girls aren't going to know that Britney, they don't even know what lip syncing is. You ask mm. them what lips, they have no idea. They just want to see Britney Spears dancing. I think they're doing a better job than the people who made those late Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a way better job. They're doing something someone actually likes. You would leave those Bruce Lee movies and you'd go, what the fuck did I just say? It's incredible. Say? The Japanese don't give a Fuck, well, not just, the, just those dudes. I or the, no, no, Chinese. The Chinese. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ch- Chinamen. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You can't confuse those two, bro. <laughs> Do you get uh, confused? Yeah, by, Japanese or uh, white? Julia Styles a lot. Um, I've heard that since like middle school. Who's Julia really? Styles? Uh, the girl from like Ten Things I Hate About You and Dexter. Dexter. She's on Dexter. Dexter. Who's she the, uh, on Dexter? Born Identity or someone born. I know all about her. Yeah. Here, Save the Last Dance. That's the one that people are like, you're that girl from Save the Last here, Dance. That's here, here's here. some photos of Julia Stiles. But like, I, I, 
That's I, I was like, you look so familiar, and then I'm like thinking, oh, I'm thinking. Well, you probably Styles. watched Strike Force, man. Yeah. You've probably seen her yeah, fight. I see that too, but now when you threw that dude Stoner. on his head when you did that crazy move, where this was in high school, what happened to the guy? I mean, what happened afterwards? The ambulance come? Did you get thrown in jail? He went to the emergency room, and I got community service because it was self defense. And what did he? How did it go down? What did he say to you? And what did you say back to he him? He like grabbed me like by the neck at a bar. No, at like the. Like the quad area, it was at school. sixth grade. Oh, it was in school. Someone that just, was a long time ago. He just came up to you and said, "I don't like you. I'm gonna grab you by the neck." Yeah, he like wanted like money or something from me because I was like a little girl. I didn't look like much, you know. And he was a couple years older than you, four years, five. No, years? I think he was in the same grade. He was bigger. And he just came up to you, grabbed your neck, and you just reacted Damn. instantly. Yeah. Knocked him out. And then cut his head in the back. Damn. Yes. Did he ever come back to school again or did he transfer to a different county? No, nah, he still went there. We didn't talk he's to him still, again. <laughs> I would have transferred myself to a fucking, I would have taken a bus, yeah. went two hours. The longer but the I always get in trouble. It's never right? worth it. It's never worth it. Every time I got in a fight, my last fight, I got sued. I got jumped by a bunch of dudes and they sued me. <laughs> where Where was this? This was in a movie theater in Santa Monica. You got jumped watching, by dudes? Like, by watch, while watching Juno. Yeah. You, you were in a theater and some guy jumped you. No, it was like a bunch movie? of people. Okay, here's what happened. I'll just do it quick. Um, we walked in, and, like, the whole theater was, like, packed, except for, like, all these people had their feet up. For, like, those was the only, like, seats in a row. And so, like, we sat down, and they had to put their feet down. They're like, oh, that's so annoying. They were, like, that loud group of people in the movie theater. Like, my, my cousin's phone went off at one point, and they all started calling her a cunt. And, like, you know, they were, like whenever a character would come on and be like, I'd fuck her, you know, like they were like that obnoxious group of people. So, but the girl that was sitting behind me, instead of putting her shoes down, when I sat down, she put her boots, her Ugga boots. She had Ugg boots with like a skirt on, which I hate that already on mm-hmm. both sides of my head. <laughs> and like, she like even like knocked, like knocked me in the head at some point during the movie. So I was like, you know what? This movie Gino is really good. So I want to watch the rest of this movie, but after this movie's over, I'm going to throw her shoe and I'm going to tell her to get some manners. So after the movie was over, I stood up and I took her Ugg boot off and I threw it. And I said she should talk to her mother about getting some manners. And then um, my cousin. Was she white? Was she white? She was white. But okay. the guys, there was like three couples. And the guys they, they were with, they were like all black. Might have been one white guy. So it was like four guys and like a couple girls. So um, my cousin and my uh, my friend marina that we they like walked out and it was like a movie theater aisle so they couldn't get like around me so they like cut me off as i was walking out and they were like oh go get the boot blah, blah, blah. and then um and then i was like no i'm not going to do that whatever and i try to get past them and they like block me and push me back and then like i told them that like i was all like super like calm and stuff it was weird i was like okay well if i'm gonna try and get past you don't let me then i'm gonna have to do something and i tried to get through and the guy pushed me back and i got the guy by the shirt and i just started punching him and his friend came behind me and threw his friend over my shoulder and fucking and it turned into like this big thing where I beat up a couple of the guys and my <laughs> Marina, who was with me, she was on the junior world team for judo. She, she was badass. Damn, and then two my, judo chicks. my cousin, she's she's not that, you know, whatever, but she like takes karate. She thinks she's, you know, really tough. So she jumped in too. So it was like a kind of a group of three girls that were like ready they to know how to down. fight. Oh shit. Yeah. So fucking up dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Why couldn't that be on cell phone footage? God damn, that, that would have yeah. been the best YouTube video yeah. ever. Everyone in the theater was like views. applauding because they were so obnoxious. They were like that group of people. Everyone oh. was like, Woo. So how did it end? So it ended with um, the one. Uchimato? Everyone, like, I dropped the one guy, and then 
it's funny i realized i couldn't find my shoe because i was wearing flip-flops you know you fight in flip-flops i was like wearing like rainbows or something and i was like i can't find my shoe and it all turned it all started from like a shooting throw and then i lost my shoe i thought that was somehow funny that's hilarious yeah so then i found my shoe and then we all ran out and my cousin's an idiot and she was like you don't know who you're messing with because whatever she was she was like she's an olympic bronze medalist and then they looked me up and they went to the police and they filed a police oh my god what are these bitches names so we can publicly humiliate them what are their names i forget i forget please email them to us and we'll put it on twitter what a bunch of bitches yeah and they said that like they said that i punched the girl which i never did but i guess like she was trying to like while i was hitting her boyfriend she was trying to like mash me in the face my friend marina pushed her off of me and she went face first into like the chairs and then and what they were trying to say in the police report was that I punched her. Uh, yeah. So what? You were getting attacked by men. Yeah. Did you tell your Jesus mom you did Christ. judo at Juno? <laughs> I never even thought of that. That's funny. <laughs> judo at Juno. Yeah. Did I'm you like, go to see Juno? Is that yeah, what you were saying? The movie we were watching <laughs> oh was Juno. Oh, that's hilarious. You did judo in Juno. <laughs> that's a great fucking story. That should be a YouTube clip. Tell her judo. Make a animation Juno. animation of that shit. Come yeah. on, with yeah. some judo throws. Yeah, somebody like, make that. Please. You'd have to know the name. With that commentary that. cut in with like some cartoon. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that need to be thrown on their fucking head. Okay, we still we always digress. We're really good at that. Digressing is what <laughs> was the exact. What got you into MMA again? We keep moving away from that for some reason. Oh, so I was like, well. I'd like to try this MMA thing out. I think I'd be really good at it. You saw it. UFC, you were having a beer going. I, I just know. I just I remember watching the girls fight at one point and just thinking I could beat any of these girls. Like what they're doing, they're making this mistake here, this mistake here. I could have done that. And I was just like, I could beat any of these girls. When did you start striking? Um, like a year ago. Whoa. Yeah. How's that going? You like it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love going to striking. You training with hard dogs? Um training Anthony sometimes. I train with Edmund Tiverdian most of the time. He's at uh, Glendale. Glendale. Glendale Fighting Club. <laughs> my favorite you know, there's, there's always a debate out there, and I guess there will always be a debate whether women's MMA will make it. Is there a place for it? There's a, a large percentage of the people out there that hate it, don't want it, or whatever. And then there's a, you know, a, there, there's a group that, like me, I fucking love it. I think it would be awesome. When, when Gina Carano fought Cyborg, I watched it on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and all I heard from that iPhone was chicks screaming in that arena, mm-hmm. and it sounded like a Beatles fucking concert. Yeah. And for anybody to think that Brian, there's not a pull market, that video up. Brian, pull that video up. Watch that shit. Gina Carano versus Listen, Cyborg. You pull don't hear any up. guys going, kick his ass. You don't hear none of that. Yeah. It's chicks screaming, screaming like they're at a fucking Lady Gaga concert. Wow. It freaked me the fuck out. I've been to a, a million MMA shows. I never heard a crowd like that ever yeah. before. Not wow. even at a football game. Football game, it's a roar. This was, there's a giant market for women's yeah. MMA. And chicks like Cyborg, they, we already have the Mike motherfucking Tyson of MMA. That's Cyborg. She's going out there <laughs> destroying everybody. I think Cyborg she's more is the Ivan Drago. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, oh, Ivan I Drago. I see what you're saying. Totally, because you know it's like Brazil. Saying? I see what you're saying. Totally. Totally. And then now, <laughs> shit, we got Ronda fucking Rousey coming in Rousey. the mix. Hold on. Rousey turn this, Rousey? Rousey, turn the volume up on this, Brian. Listen to this shit. This is Cyborg quickly. Cyborg. You're right, man. Gina on top of her. She's in a leg lock position now. Gina's got to be extra careful. Oh. Carano, she's got caught in 
a heel hook right now. She's got a Damn, I forgot all about this part of the fight. Historic matches of all time in MMA. We're watching this for the folks who have seen this on or uh, hearing this on iTunes. We're watching Gino Carano versus Chris Cyborg, and it's a fucking crazy exchange right now. And Cyborg is teeing off on her. What a vicious body kick she just landed! Oh, and then she go to oh now Carano mounted her holy shit I forgot about this totally forgot about this Gina's doing fucking great oh my god Gina I forgot Gina mounted her she just Gina was in the mix tagged her. but Gina does not like being on the ground she she felt she stood up that's amazing she had her mounted and she stood up. Anybody who thinks women's MMA won't yeah. succeed, they're full. Listen they're, to how pumped everyone there is. They got some serious issues. Everyone there is freaking out. This is a crazy fight, man. I mean, that's basically a fucking destroyer against a supermodel. I mean, come on. Yeah, this no is, shit. Gina's the only one who can make those cornrows look good, too. Gina is a badass, too. You got to give it up to this chick. Gina's in the mix so far. Carano telling us that movement was the key. It's such a difference in the, their physical stature, though, you know? Cyborg is just so much stronger. Oh. She tried to roll for a knee bar there. Forgot about I forgot about all these little exchanges. Yeah, it was only like the last second of the round. It could have gone on to another round, you know? Cyborg was just mauling her. I honestly forgot about how much Gina was in the fight. I oh, yeah. I forgot about it. I just remembered uh, like that she got like slaughtered. If she was more confident with being on top, man, she was on top of her ground and pounding her. She just threw a Superman punch. Yeah. She's fucking badass. She had good technique, man. Gina has really good technique. That jab. That was a serious jab. Look at that hook. I wish she was still fighting. Gina's got great awesome. Oh, man, but Cyborg's so strong, dude. That wow. There's an iconic photo of these two where Cyborg is holding the side of Gina Carano's face and punching her in the head with her other hand. And it's like this really fucking powerful photo. Cyborg has incredible cardio. Super aggressive. She checked that. There's too much power. Now, Rhonda, this chick is like your weight class. What do you see when you see her? Do you like, when you watching a video of her, are you like breaking her down? Yeah. Looking for holes? I mean, there's just nothing technical about anything she does. It's just real physical? It's just pace and strength. She takes every punch in the face and she pulls her on top of her all right the time. Right here. This is, this is one of the photos. She was holding her with the, her hand and, the, and then punching her with the other hand. So you don't feel like her ground and pound or anything? You feel like it's all like just real aggressive? 
Yeah, I think that just the girls that she has fought are just so, like, not real. They're not real strong. They're not, like, real athletes in the way that, like, like the Cuban women's judo team. Oh, she went for a crazy, crazy. Uh, Americana, but that was a, a wacky one. She didn't drag yeah. the elbow down to the body. She's so strong, man. So strong. Her stand-up is so nasty. That last fight that she had, who's the woman that she fought this the past weekend? Yeah, the dominatrix <laughs> in Japan. She probably took that fight because she'd like it. She wanted to get beat up. <laughs> but she got beat up. She, she took her out in 16 seconds, and it was pretty fucking ferocious. Look at this. This is a fucking beating right here, man. God damn. Do you think Daniel will ever change his mind and have it have this in the UFC, or is it just not a big enough uh, group of girls? Is that to do it? it? Did they stop the fight? I mean, Dana changes his mind a lot. I think it's possible. He stopped it at the bell. Yeah. At you the know, bell. here's his point, and it, it makes sense. There's not a lot of talented women out there. There's not like as many as there are men. You know, there's like you know we the UFC has under contract. I don't know how many men. At one point in time, I know it was, it was 250. But that was before the acquisition of Strikeforce. So, you know, between the, the guys for the WEC, the UFC guys, everyone together down under one roof. Holy shit. That's it's a per- lot of dudes. But see, that's not a, to me, that's not a good excuse because uh, there's not enough women. You're saying there's not enough time. There's not enough time. Perfect that there's not enough women because we don't have enough time for a lot of women. So let's just focus on like five, six superstars and everybody's going to watch Cyborg Versus Ronda, that's yeah, but be here's fucking a, huge. Yeah, that's historic. No but but you know, Ronda's only had four fights, right? You had four, mm-hmm. and she's already a star. Yeah, but you know, when you're fighting, I mean, it's my opinion that you should, you know, it should be like a, a, a natural course of progression. You know, mm-hmm. you fight some like top contenders. For you sure, know, you get you yes. get ranked, you I get up there. Saying. There should be like a bunch of girls you have to go through. Mm-hmm. You you and four fights in, and they're already like asking her after she won. You know, what does she think about fighting you? To me, that shows like this like a lack of depth in just the the, the women's divisions, yeah. and it's not. There's a lack look, of depth. It, it, it is what it is, and I think it's very exciting. And I, mm-hmm. my, you remember one, one time we went to uh, that one MMA show in Nevada. We went to the, one of the Tough Enough shows, yep. and there was a yep. chick fight that was just out of this world. Totally. And totally. Eddie and I watched that fight, and afterwards, we, I, I go, I'm a fan now. I'm a fan. I used, to like, I used to like say, I don't want to see chicks fight each other, but mm-hmm. after watching that, I was like, God damn. Technique this is, is technique. If the girls yeah. have technique, and there's yeah. a lot of girls that do, but the heavyweight division has no depth. There's no depth in that, but still you put on heavyweight fights. Mm-hmm. When we got a heavyweight fight with Cyborg and you, that's a heavyweight fight. That's going to draw, so you can't. You can't deny that. Even yeah. if you only had four fights, everyone's talking about it. They want to see it. I mean, what is one women's one forty-five called? I have no idea. I think is it's it just one forty-five. I think it's featherweight. I think it's featherweight. Yeah, you don't even know what division you fight in. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just the same. Whatever. It's, it's the I know, whatever. I know the number on the scale. Whatever you want to call whatever, it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do you cut weight? No. You don't cut any weight at all. You just fight it. I, I walk around like five pounds over. Really? Yeah. So, um, and you're thinking about going to 135 now? Mm-hmm. Is that it, where Cyborg is at? No. No. That's where everyone else is at. <laughs> so, do you want to fight Cyborg? Is it yeah. Fight, is no, fight ha- that fight definitely needs to happen. But um, Do you want to get some experience first? Yeah. I, yeah, I do. You know, like she's going to want yeah. me to fight me as soon as possible, and I'm going to want to fight her as light as possible, and we're just going to have to find somewhere in the middle. Right. You know? Yeah. Because the more time they wait, the better I'm going to get because I don't even have that much experience yet. I haven't even fought a full round. I've had seven fights. Right. No, I haven't one fought year of striking. one round. Yeah. You know? And it's like, 
the more time that goes by, I feel myself getting way, way better. Whereas like, how can you become like better at being a goon? You know, if you're just like <laughs> all oh, just strength shit. and that's it. Like she's cyborg. She's got good kickboxing technique. But yeah, like, technical. how can you really improve that much after you've already been like, I feel like she wants to fight me as soon as possible. And I would want to be fight. Well, as I'm sure she possible. does. And trash talking is always, always fun. That's so <laughs> funny. I saw I saw this tweet that she sent out this morning. And she said something like, she's a big mouth, talk too much. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like that's so awesome that like the champ wakes yeah. up in the morning and is thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. You know, that everything, everything I'm hearing is good because you're, you're the one that's saying you're not trash talking. You're saying, I'm trying to wait as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's not trash talking. That's like the opposite of trash talking, mm-hmm. right? So you're smart and you're saying, you understand that. It takes years to get really good at, at, at striking. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think that if me and her fought today, I think I still would win. But I think that for publicizing the fight is not the best time. And I think that if this is going to be the most important fight in my career, I want to be as good as I possibly can get at that time. And I know that I can get better. And there's Misha Tate out there. People like her. Yeah, there's Shana other fights Baszler. like that. And like, yeah. if I can win the 135 title, then a fight between me and her later would be like two title holders. Like, it'd be a bigger deal. Yeah. Would that fuck with you to drop the weight? No. No? No. I'd be fine. I'm, I'm actually like... When you competed in judo, would you compete at? I competed at um, 63 kilos, which was 138. And then I competed at um, 7 kilos, 154. There's nothing in between. And you had to make weight like the morning wow. of. You only had like an hour and a half sometimes. Whoa. Between weigh-ins and when you fought. So like I just had a hard time making 138 just because you would have to make weight like weekend after weekend after weekend sometimes. That's you know? a giant gap too, especially for women. Exactly. You know? So like if you see the girls I'm fighting in the Olympics, they're all head taller than me. Wow. Like the girls I fought were like... Do you think that made you more technical? Because yeah, definitely. They always, I always say the had... smaller, you know, jujitsu people are mm-hmm. much more technical. Well, I had to get like way stronger, but like, yeah, for those girls being way bigger than me, it's just like they would put on so much weight or like just be like more. I, I got used to being at a strength disadvantage a lot of the time, you know. What do you do for strength training? Um, I just came from there right before I got here. Um, I go to Results, which is on um, like Woodman and Moore Park. And I and just like a par- personal training, Leo Finko trains me. You seen the results? Results. <laughs> I have plenty of results. What kind of uh, what kind of shit is he have? You, what is he have you doing? Like, like tires with sledgehammers? You doing kettlebells? You dragging you logs? Uh, it depends because like like right after I fight, we do a lot of like heavyweight. But then once my fights get closer, we do a lot of like circuit training, like more explosive, like endurance you know, type endurance shit. and like agility and balance stuff. Like, like right. as the fight gets closer. So we were doing like heavyweight, right? Your now. last fight was what a month ago. What was that last fight? That's How long like ago was that? Three weeks ago, a month ago. What was it? Yeah, it's a month ago. Wow, time flies. Did that girl? Um, did she not? What happened there? Did she not tap, or did referee not get there in time? Apparently, do um, we have video of that? Can we see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that's Oh yeah, there. I saw. She it just broke. reached a hundred thousand views a day. I was Is so it? proud. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yay. Look, look up uh, Ronda Rousey and who you're fighting. Bud. <laughs> B-U-D-D <laughs> For those of you that don't know Rhonda Demolished a girl's arm Just Yeah it's pretty nasty Because well, the fight before that They um They like Like screwed me over Because the girl was yelling Like tap 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 And then I like I let go of the arm And she's like I, I saw tap. that Yeah I saw that I'm like that. that was the coolest Flying arm bar ever How could you ruin that for me uh, You know like, Yeah and you could have so Totally pissed. broken her shit If yeah, you didn't let go Yeah if I like I could just uh, I don't want to go How long that. have you been doing jujitsu? I don't do jiu-jitsu. She does judo. Do, judo. do you think you have an advantage you a little bit? You don't do jiu-jitsu at all? Well, uh, submissions. I do, I do like, you know, like I, I've never 
really went out of my way to go to jujitsu classes. Like I did like no gi grappling and I did judo. So gi wise, I have yeah. That's really jujitsu. I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about. The All right, here's the fight. Look how quick this shit is. Here comes Ronda. Get the clinch. You got the headlock, and right now this girl's fucked. As soon as you get a hold of these chicks, do you feel like, especially like a chick who's not a, a, a grappler, do you feel yeah. like a massive advantage in controlling them? I like how you misdirected there, too. You went to throw her over the top, then you turned it. Full mount she right really away. She was slippery. She was vaseline like. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I did. She was covered in it. And now, what is the deal? Because girls, like, here's the arm. Check this shit out. Girl doesn't tap. It's rolled over. And she's thinking this of tapping right out. now. And I'm like, I had to turn her over so the referee could see it. So then I did that. So, so she like, flips over and look at that jack oh, fight. Did you blame stopped. the referee there? Because it looked like that girl could have tapped. tapped. She could have tapped, right? You, you just know. fucked that arm up. Damn. She could have tapped. She looked pretty yoked too. Shit. Yeah. So when you when you um grab a hold of chicks, do you feel like a massive advantage usually? Like once you. I just feel like I understand what's going on more than they do. In the clinch. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're uh, grappling with submissions. Like, how long have you been doing that? Like, passing the guard and playing guard work, arm bars. How long have you been doing that? Since I was, like, 11. Oh, so you've been doing submissions this whole time as you were doing judo. Yeah, because well. my mom, when she was did judo, she tore her knees out when she was, like, 16, 17. She was one of the first judo players, the only one on the ground. And what she did all the time, she won, like, 90% of her matches with arm bars. So she started wow. teaching me arm bars when That's I was, like, 11. And you only have a Shit. small amount of time. She had me just drilling arm bars all the time, all the time. You have a time. small amount of time to hit them right before they, they separate you. Yeah, you can't because just a lot of referees ground. hate, like, groundwork. And a lot of times, you know, especially if you're, like, an American competing, like, foreign country, like, they just kind of try and screw you over just to, for the hell of it, I think. They stand you up? Like, how long do you get on the ground? What are the rules? Sometimes I would have, like, they wouldn't even give me a second. Sometimes so you, they would give me, like, three seconds. So I had to be, like, bloom, 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 like, fast. So, so did would, you learn how to, like, you, you hit these arm bars possible yeah so that was your thing like you might i'm not i might not get you with the throw but i'm gonna get you with the arm bar i think that was your shit yeah like well it was like if i can't get you with the arm bar i'm gonna try and throw you that's knowing that you always had to do it in such a small window made you like like really good at like jumping on them quick yeah, it's like transition that's like we your did, big we, strength yeah yeah you, we drill that all the time all the time yeah, when you get a chick down, I just I always say, oh, this chick is fucked. As as I, see, <laughs> I see some flailing. I see some limbs going. I go, oh, that chick is fucked. <laughs> One of those things is getting snap, crackle, popped. How is your flexibility? Can you get into double lotus? You want to see it? Let me see. All right. Let's see lotus? if I can do the. Oh, oh. Wow. Oh, do, okay, do do this with your legs. You don't like With that. my legs? Yoga, Double Lotus? The Double Lotus. Bring your you know no, 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 my knees. Like I don't want to do that one. You can't do that one? Yeah, knee things I don't like to do. Okay. okay. Have you had a bunch of knee injuries? I've had uh, three surgeries, and I've had arthritis since I was 19. Damn. Damn. Yeah. What, what surgery? No rubber you guard for you. Uh, one ACL and two scopes. Well, that's not true. I've had two, three knee surgeries. I still do rubber guard. But she, she doesn't want to get into Double Lotus. That's not a good sign. I've had two ACLs and one scope. You could do it still. While you're winning. You could then. still still stretch your shit out. Like, it's amazing is that when you put your foot on top of your foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like this. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. I want to put the other one on top. Oh, she could do it, man. Look at that. Of course oh, she could do it. Oh, damn. You're ready for some yeah, rubber guard. Please. Look at you. I can do that. I'm rubber guard ready. You're, you're ready. I can do that. You're too. ready. Why, why have that flexibility and not use it to its maximum do you uh, do a lot of <laughs> guard stuff i've heard a lot about your rubber guard and how like it requires flexibility i was like i would i think i'd be good at it i think i'd be good at it you got the flexibility you're ready to go i'd love to try it dude listen you're an awesome grappler you, you could learn anything anything you want all you have to do is just put your head to it yep 
You can learn his Your stuff. worst case scenario is going to be someone like some chick who wrestled their whole life and puts your ass on your back and you're like on your back in the championship fight. You can't get up. You got some, there's a lot of chicks out there that have been wrestling their whole life too. So you've been mm -hmm. doing judo your whole life, but there's a lot of girls out there that have wrestled their whole life. So your worst nightmare, you need to prepare for that like now, not three yeah. months when the fight signed. You know what I mean? So you're probably going to be on top most of your fights because <laughs> you're judo. Probably. But, you know, at the end, you know, sometime in your career, you're going to face a chick who is awesome at wrestling and she's taking your ass down. You got to be ready for that one, too. I think so you got to plus be, it's got always to good to have a little extra trick in your fucking toolbox. You know, mm -hmm. the, the really dangerous fighters are the ones who like one of my favorite fighters is Donald Cerrone. And one of the reasons why Donald Cerrone can throw wild ass kicks at people is because Donald Cerrone is wicked off of his back. You take that dude yeah, down and so he's you. He's care. attacking. He's attacking right away from his back. Mm -hmm. Like that is like one of the best combinations. And Look when you learn how to like when there's no weak spot, you mm -hmm. don't have a weak spot. You know, when a guy gets on your back, oh, you're still in Fuxville because you're still engaging with me. Yeah. You know, when you get to that position, when you don't have one one hole, then there's nothing to be exploited. Yeah. There have been so many judo players, awesome judo players in Japan. They come over to the States. They fuck with dudes who have been doing no gi takedowns while you've been doing gi takedowns your whole life. Mm -hmm. Judo guys, they're and, – and a lot of jiu-jitsu guys as well, mundial champions. Once they hit – that elite wrestler mm -hmm. that's going to put them on their back, they just don't have the answers. They end up getting cut from the UFC. A lot of them don't even make it. To, you know, So many people get signed to the UFC and they fight for the UFC, but they're fighting in the prelims. There's like eight prelims. Mm -hmm. And to get to the main card, you got to be a bad motherfucker in the prelims. Yeah. So many people get signed to the UFC. They fight in the prelims and they never make it to the they never make it to the main show because they lose a couple fights and they get cut and mm -hmm. no one even knows. There's so many and working for the UFC for so long, you see these people coming through all the time. And the brick wall, the brick wall is the elite wrestler who takes puts your ass on your back. Do you so. have an answer for that? No, that's yeah. all that's everyone's problem. Everyone's problem. There's it's gotta like, be a smaller my issue. Answer girls is a lot of a lot of those judo players that moved over you know how you're talking about like you know like point fighting and like oh i was the best at getting you with that you know like um a lot of people that were point fighters they can't do anything in mma and a lot of them like especially that japanese style of judo really requires a gi like a lot yeah you know and um so any, i think any like asian style judo player wouldn't do very good in judo i gotta mention I, mean, in I gotta mention before i forget just because i mentioned donald cerrone does not in any way mean that i'm rooting for donald cerrone when he fights nate diaz next week and if nate if you're listening i hope you don't get upset i love you too i like watching you fight too <laughs> i'm just saying nate diaz doesn't fuck around man well nate diaz is the same thing rooting for a dude who's fighting well you know you know nate diaz same uh, perfect throws, example throws got down, man. awesome striking and awesome he throws down and he, if nate diaz is on his back he don't give a fuck he's gonna attack yeah, you perfect mm -hmm. example you know what i mean he's you gonna attack his, you how good you he looked in that gomi fight and that Gomi fight, he, he knew an arm bar was there. Just snatched it. I mean, he's beating the shit out of Gomi. He could have kept it standing. Total confidence to want, get to the ground. And, and as soon as he got him onto his back, boom, arm bar, snap. Mm -hmm. And most, beautiful, most, beautiful most fighters want to get on top of a fighter. They yeah. want to get the takedown. They want to get on top. But guys like Shinya Yoki, no one's trying to get on top of him. The, the, yeah. the way you beat Shinya Yoki is don't get on top of him. 
How mm-hmm. crazy is that? How much yeah. of a Because difference? he's so awesome off his back. Yeah. It's like you don't want to want to get on top of him. Isn't that insane? That yeah. You want that to. You want people to say that about you. Like yeah. whatever you do, don't let him get on his back. <laughs> How much of a difference? You know what I mean? you that's a, that's yeah. incredible shit. How much yeah, a difference? Really cool. How much a difference think his tights are? There's a big difference, man. Because you know when people when you go out there, for folks who don't know, there's there's a, there's, he wears these crazy tights when he fights in Japan. Not anymore though. And he, he gets stopped. a lot of submissions. He stopped. He stopped. He stopped. Yeah. Does he but feel like that they were a crutch? And he felt like that his ultimate goal is to do well in the UFC, and the UFC don't allow tights. He better get used to no tights. Mm. Which that's that that was that was bad. his reasoning. What but, amazing but, fucking guard he had. Exactly. I mean. That's what you want. Anybody can have Shinya Aoki's card. It's not like he's he was born with his chromosome or anything like that. He just really wanted it bad. He wanted to be a, he wanted to be dangerous everywhere. He does. He just he's not about like just his guard. He's amazing at leg locks. He takes your back. You're fucked. He'd be he mounts Shaolin you. standing. If he mounts you, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. He takes your back. You're fucked. He's on his back. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. He leg locks. You're fucked. He's so good at everything. There's no holes. He filled all the holes. Most people, most fighters, they do have a hole. Their weakness is they're not that dangerous off their back. If you get on top of them, you don't have to worry that much. He might throw up an armbar, but you don't have to worry that much. With Shinya Yoki, shit. If you're coaching a guy who's fighting Shinya Yoki and your boy's on in his guard, you'll be freaking out. Like, get up, stand up, run. Anybody can Mm -hmm. have that. Anybody. Mm -hmm. But you got to really want it. You know, yeah. you got to really train it. You got to take the time to practice it. That's how you get good at anything. And most, you know, it, being an MMA fighter these days, there's not much time to practice. You got to do so much shit. You got to work on your striking, your wrestling, your, your you know, fucking jumping jacks and doing <laughs> your fucking jump. Mike Dolce diet. You got to <laughs> Dolce sleep. diet. You got hey, hey, to hey, do all. There's so much shit. I thought was Dolce dieted yeah. out. It's so hard to evolve. <laughs> what does that even mean? What? Dolce dieted out. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all over at the way. And she's like, Dolce diet. Like all over, oh, so I was like, okay. "Yeah, that's a pretty good diet." I wonder if it's better than he's the a Gracie good dude. Diet. I don't know. He's a smart guy. He knows a lot about nutrition, though. Oh, Had a nice yeah. conversation with him about it last time I was in Vegas. So, I mean, he's working with a lot of guys, man. He, he's got Tiago Alves making weight pretty easy now, mm-hmm. where he used to really struggle before, you know. Although I don't know if he made it in his last attempt. I feel like there was a little, a little bit of a, a little bit of an issue. I think he had to come back and make it or something. I don't remember. But he's a big boy for 170. You know, Tiago's pretty fucking thick. If you had to fight Cyborg in three months to <laughs> sign and you had three months to train, it's not happening. So this is all you know, hypothetical. Hypothetical. I like the hypothetical so you could, game. Yeah, you're going to fight her in two months. Okay. Two months. And you know in your mind right now what you can get possibly done in two months to prepare for her. What would your strategy be at the fight? Well, I don't know. Damn, we don't want to give that shit away. Because I don't know how different it would be. But it's not fighting, though. It's a make believe fight. It's a fake fight. They could eventually fight, and she would be using the same strategy, probably. Or something very similar. Just make some crazy shit up. Can I guess your strategy? I would be Superman punches only. That's all I want. That's all. Well, you know what? It's pretty obvious to anybody. Superman elbows, too. It's obvious that. Of course, you're going to want to use your judo. Why would you stand there and strike with her? When you can mm-hmm. just take her down, get on top, and dominate the top position. Obviously, it would be a game of Anderson Silva, Chael Sonnen. Will you be able to get the fight to the ground where you could dominate? Here's my question. Is there ever going to be a fight ever, not with you, but with any two chicks where in the middle of beating the fuck out of each other, they just start making out? 
Is that possible? No, they just fall to the ground. I wonder if I get, get, if I get in trouble for slapping a girl. If they're hot enough. Like I gave a girl a good slap on the neck. If you fought Gina Carano, you'd probably make out with her. No. Come on. That should honest, be your finishing be move. No. That should be your finishing that move. Could you imagine? Yeah, so like, when they're on the ground, like passed out, you just mouth. start licking her. <laughs> Could you imagine if there was a fight where these girls just really went at it for the first round, beat the fuck out of each other, came out in the second round, Double high five and then you start making out. No, how about in the oh. after? No, no. Yeah. You know, That'd more realistic would be after yeah. the fight, post fight interview. They're all bleeding, they're all hugging each other, and then they just start making out post fight. Yeah. You're with the mic. Joe's wow. all. Oh you're God. incredibly, incredibly so freaked out now. Mm-hmm. You know wow. what would happen? No. The next wow. day, UFC would have <laughs> w- women in She wants to judo. She the wants to cause a katamias right no, now. No, no, <laughs> no. You want to cause a katamias. There was a couple. In uh, these two judo girls that fought each other in the finals in the Olympics, they ended up going and getting married like years later. Really? Oh, that's hilarious. Is that uh, a common thing to have a lot of um, women who like women? That Is it like softball um, or golf? Or golf? It's common. Is it it's common? common? I mean, more common than you see in the regular chicks. world. Fight yes. chicks. Even in what, Japan. What would you say the ratio is? I mean, not that I, I look. The, the, being a lesbian does not have the social stigma of uh, being a gay man. If you're a gay man, there's a little something there. Like every rapper that's in a video, you know, that disses another rapper, it all go, it goes gay immediately. Mm-hmm. Remember, right? When fucking, when Dr. Dre and Ice Cube are mad at each other, remember? Immediately yeah. goes gay. They would that's go fun. gay. They would immediately go gay. About sucking dicks. My man's out sucking dicks. You know, the, <laughs> always, but with a girl, you can't like diss a girl by saying that she's out, you know, mm-hmm. making out with girls. A chick it's, can't call another chick doesn't a, have the same a impact. pussy licker. It's like calling you know a white I mean? guy like, a honky. You pussy look honky. You know what I mean? <laughs> you honky. You know, calling a white guy a honky never worked. And, yeah. you know, making fun of a girl who likes girls only, that doesn't work either. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. It never worked out. It was like. Honky was like Jerry Cooney. Never worked out. <laughs> Jerry Cooney worked out on a lot of people, man. He worked out on Ken Norton. You ever watch that fight? No, Jerry Cooney should have never fought Larry Holmes. He just wasn't technically skilled enough to be in there with a guy like Larry Holmes, who was a masterful boxer. Jerry Cooney was a very good boxer, but he just wasn't. He tried. He gave it his best, but he just wasn't physically at the level of Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes in his prime was a, a, a masterful boxer. You know, and he was a big ass dude. If Larry Holmes had like the kind of strength, conditioning, nutrition, and was around today, you know, Larry Larry Holmes is a wicked boxer. That's well, just like the evolution of sport. You just see the athletes getting better and better and better because stuff like that comes along. The saddest fight ever was Larry Holmes versus Muhammad Ali. Do you remember that? I just no. Which one did I? No, I just watched the Larry George Holmes Foreman versus one the Muhammad other day. Ali. Was sad. Larry Holmes versus happened. Tyson was sad too. It's essentially the same story. Yeah. You know. When Tyson was up and coming, he he didn't want to admit it. He didn't want to believe that this guy, this young up and coming guy, was the best, and mm-hmm. he was going to make a comeback and fight this guy. And, and he was only thirty six years old, which is kind of crazy when you think of like ages today, like Bernard 36. Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins, I think, is like forty seven or forty eight. Yeah. You know, and he's the light heavyweight championship. Didn't know he didn't. He world. just didn't. I just went to one of his fights. He like fell down in the first round, and then like he fell wrong and hurt his shoulder, and then it was like over. Yeah, a guy threw him down. Yeah, and then, yeah. They, then they counted it as like a thing. He's not the champ anymore. Um, I don't know if that's true. I think it was a. I think that fight doesn't. I think it it's doesn't a, count. Yeah, I hope I it doesn't a, count because that was yeah. BS. Hey, Judd, look at the TV. Have you seen this? Yeah, what? a lot of people think he's acting. Who? Was that Ronda Rousey? What are you doing? I guess. Uh, well, boss. You have to show us how to perform an armbar. He told me to interrupt him in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> by the way, I didn't okay. just jump him. Okay. 
I was gonna want to lean it in, but what is the trick, Rhonda? What, what did you do? Well, one major thing on arm bars is you gotta make sure you're squeezing your knees because you don't that. want the person to be able to turn in and get their elbow out. Yep. And of course, when you're leaning back, you don't want to have the arm away from you and then pull it. You want to use your back muscles to kind of hug it and then you sit back to break it. <laughs> She's giggling. <laughs> sit back to break it. <laughs> do you like any girl oh things? God. Like, do you like Sex in the City? Do you have, or yeah, are you like just all? Oh. You do. <laughs> I do like that show. Would you like that the old early slut? Ones, the not old like slut. The new ones. Who's your favorite character? Um, Samantha. She's Samantha. fun. She's funny. Whore? That's She's the old. Was that the whore? She yeah. was the funny one. She gave yeah. hope to a lot of women that thought that like being a whore was gonna come back and yeah, gonna come back in style. <laughs> You could, you know, you could be a, a classy old brassy fifty year old whore, but no, it's still sad. Yeah, oh, you're saying like but character you, as like an interesting character. I thought she was the most interesting. Oh yeah, one. For yeah sure. if, you, if you take yeah, it back to going on, a lot of actually fun. over time, if you go back to like the Roman times, uh -huh. it's been it's really popular to be a whore. If you look at it, because back mm -hmm. in Roman times, only whores wore high heels. That's how they were recognizable. If you had really? high heels, you were a whore. Damn, wow. crazy, right? And now everyone That's wears amazing. high heels, yeah. right? Really? Where'd you read this? That That's was amazing. on Oh My God Facts at, at Twitter. At <laughs> Oh My God Facts. I'm following OMG right Facts. Now. At I'm OMG. That That's too. some real shit. And then oh, it takes yeah. you to a link, facts. and you go to a link, and you read all about uh, it. Prostitution was legal. I'm doing this right now. And I'm like, dude, hookers were geniuses, right? How cool is they it? They figured man? that shit out. They're like, this is easy. You just got to stick the ass out, and you got to wear these weird uh, wooden contraptions that hold your ass out. It's like a weird... It was yeah. like fucking polio back then. Yeah, it totally makes you walk like with your ass behind your head, right? Is that what it is? I bet they invented lipstick. I, I bet they invented like, bras. Yeah, I mean, you stand more straight, though. Like, you can't slouch. Like, yeah. it makes you have good posture. Yeah. You know, and like a good posture makes you look thinner. It's so and ridiculous. Right, if you think about that, that kind of logic, they, I, I'm almost positive that hookers invented lipstick, bras, extensions, all that Advertising, shit. Advertising, right? man. Come on. They're geniuses. Well, wasn't that? They have a business. They're Egypt? advertising their business. Like, they're like cut right to the chase. Fuck Steve Jobs or whoever the fuck his name was. They cut right to the shit. Hike the ass up. Bring the tits up. Red fucking lips. You got some cash. Well, you know what changed? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Boom. Just like that. Let's get right to the fucking caveman instincts. What changed yeah. the game was titty implants. That changed the game. Uh, well, you could totally trick people into having a reaction that they know is based on something that's not real. Yeah. Like, you, dudes know that the tits are fake. And it's and okay. They don't care. It's okay. They no don't care cares. at all. Some it's guys, you'll have some works. guys are like, there's yeah. like 20% of dudes like, dude, I don't like fake tits. Like, 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 like. Perfect they're only they saying they that because like they're, they're married to a chick who doesn't have fake tits and they, they, they want it to get back to them. No, but no, no. I think some dudes legitimately are not into it. Most, most dudes. dudes don't care. But ass implants dudes fucking care. If, you, if, some dude, if I found That's out important. your girl had have fake tits, I would be like, one? awesome. But if I found out your chick had a fake ass, dude, your, your bros are going to be making fun of you behind your back like yeah. every day. That's why you should never hang around with bros. <laughs> right. <laughs> hang out with bros on, all you're day long. You're going out? You're going out with a chick and she's got a fake ass? I have a friend who found out. <laughs> Come on. Girl, a friend who found out that a girl he was dating had a fake ass. Ugh. Because uh, he asked her as a joke. He said uh, she had like a little scar. And he goes, would you get a fucking ass implant? You know? And she goes, actually, I did. Whoa. Had me and he was been like, meaning what? to tell you. And he's <laughs> like, he goes, you could never tell. It looked her ass looked great. It really stuck out. Probably wow. she was probably fucking with him, and he ne 
the whole time. Dude, that's, that's, a, could that's a deal breaker but to I mean, most guys. It is real. Really fast, it's a real thing they do now. They do really are doing ass implants. And the crazy, I don't know what it's made out of, though. The crazy thing is with, with so I'm tits. I'm saying they got to be durable because it's not like you're bumping your boobs on things all day long, but you're constantly sitting or on your sitting ass. On and on yeah. Damn, it's got to yeah. be made with some NASA-like material and yeah. shit. But oh, with, with, with chicks... You can tell sometimes, depending on what they're wearing, oh, those are fake tits. Like, chicks are really experts. Oh, my God, they're fake. With an ass, you really can't fucking tell. Like, yeah, who, you can if there's, dude. like, before and after pictures. No, no, but I'm saying a chick walking down the street, you're going to say, oh, fake ass. You can no, say fake tits, you can't but tell. can you say fake ass? It's a mystery. No, you can't tell. How many fake ones are there? It's God not that it. common, right? Maybe I don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows how common it is. Yeah, we know exactly tell. how common fake tits are. We're like, we see them three a day. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see them. You only all see three day. of them. You see three natural ones on a slow day. day. Oh, three pairs. <laughs> yeah. Total Recall. Yeah, three pairs. <laughs> Impressive. I don't think I don't think subject. fake ass is ever going to be in. I think guys yeah. will not accept that it's overall. Something, yeah. Well, it's like fake lips aren't in. Fake you know? anything. Fake, I, I don't the think fake lips, cool. man, never worked. It's yeah. like everyone thought it was going to work, but it, you know they thought, well, you could get ridiculous and out of proportion with your tits. Let's get ridiculous and out of proportion with the lips. You're just going to be a trendsetter. You're going to be yeah. the first person. But there's something about doing that. There's something about fucking with your lips. Like people don't want to kiss those. It's just like, your face. Just like yeah, especially your it's lips. Your face. If That's you have a jack, you if you have a ch- some jack like corporal that. clinger nose. Listen, I ain't hating on you. Go ahead and get that shit no. fixed. Go they gotta that, have like get that shit fixed, old girl. Well, you know, you that's like shitty false roll advertising. You're, you're, for your whoever genetics. you marry is gonna be pissed when your kids got like freaking noses. Yeah, you know they gotta perhaps. they gotta come out with <laughs> lips. If they just perfect it, if they had it so it doesn't, you don't look like this. You know, <laughs> tired of you know well, tired of looking like a duck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? They gotta fix the duck look. They just well, your gotta lips can't look any thicker than the rest of the skin on your face. It doesn't make any sense. The only way you'd really have thick <laughs> lips is if you had thick skin, like an African person. You know, you see yeah. someone who has those kind of features. That's <laughs> natural that they have thick lips. That's what you they have thick skin. It's like it's that's what they that's how they are. That's natural. When all of a sudden only one part is thick, they thought that because they could pull that off with tits. You know, like, well, let's pull it off with lips. But it just, with lips, it looks weird as fuck. You can't mean. just make your whole face fucking thick. Could you make <laughs> all your skin thicker? Imagine if you took something. Well, that's eventually probably going to happen. You're going to be able yeah. to take something that changes your genetic makeup. You know, it'll probably be only a one-time thing. You can only do it once. You know? Why only once? It's like the kind of how probably many it's like too computers you can plug genome. your iPhone in. You can only get yeah. so many genome experiments. Yeah, my thoughts is it's just t- such a radical uh, you know, distortion of your actual or original frame. If you're like some dark as coal black dude and you want to be a white girl, <laughs> you know, and they just give you a, a shot and it just fucking completely rearranges every cell <laughs> like, in your you know body. Like, you're you're going to be white, but you are going to be a girl. Though. <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> we haven't mastered dudes yet. <laughs> Would they do like, it? You think dudes would do it? Oh, probably <laughs> you know, They're just going to jump into their little hamster reel and their little, you know, the virtual reality, reality world. And then they're just going to spend all their time there where they're a white little girl. Damn. Yeah. What if, what if you, that would, those are, Future That's dark what's secrets going to come down. out. Like Instead in 20 of years, surgery, they're just going to submerge yeah. themselves. It's like, that. what are you pretending to be in yeah. your little virtuality? Like, everyone's going to have their, like, dudes are going to pretend they're going to be Residual selves. Well, they're really close to that with all these, <laughs> these, <laughs> these games that people play, like like Second World. Is yeah. that what it's called, Brian? Second Life. Second, Second Life. Life. I always play you know? girls in video games just because you're you're following around the person the whole time. Rather look at a girl's butt than a guy's um, butt. That's you a good play, like, in third That's a good person. Yeah, well, I used to play, when I used to play Quake, I used to play with a girl's body. 
or, or this other really skinny Damn. dude because you always want to play with the smallest character possible. Because right. if someone's stupid and they don't have a turn character off, like mo- what you can do is like in Quake, you could, you could play as a big giant character and make everybody play as you. But for people who are stupid and don't do that, then you just show up as a chick and you're really hard to hit because you're like real skinny. What do you think the percentage of dudes that could whack off to anime? A lot. Over fifty in Japan. Over fifty. Yeah, in Japan it's probably like eighty percent. They sell like cartoon pornos at Seven Eleven in Japan. Dudes are easy. Really, just got to give us a thought. But it's not that big in in the states, though. Dudes want to see real. I'm sure there's a lot in the states. There's a lot. I'm sure I've done it before. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day, before like like you porn, I'm sure I I probably. I do actually own a couple anime. I actually do, and I I don't remember. The last time I saw it was like ten years ago. I don't remember if I actually jacked. Yeah, you know you did. I no no I don't remember. But I remember watching it, going, "These motherfuckers are sick." (laughs) It's always some chick. Detective in a skirt going after <laughs> some, gangster, some gangsters, you know what I mean? And it's some chick, and the gangster always rapes her and fucks <laughs> yeah. the shit out of her. And then she's always trying to get him, and he escapes. They capture him, and then he talks her into having sex. Yeah, and you notice they never enjoy the it. Totally. They, they never right? enjoy it yeah. in, in anime. The girls never enjoy having sex. It's they're, like always they're always crying. screaming and crying. Yeah, and there was one I watched where the guy was banging her from behind with a gun to her head. You know, in the cartoon, and, yeah, and she's crying like That's tears, legal? and he's just banging her from behind with a gun to her head. It's like, wow. Yeah, they're uh, they are obsessed. <laughs> they agree. Crazy. Like, you know what? That's the kind of like place where like you'd be walking around Japan and like like I was there with Henry, and you know, like we're not like overly like publicly affectionate, but like you know, we're a normal couple, and people were looking at us like we were crazy, and like they will look at you like you're crazy for like you know just like hugging or whatever and whatever in public. No affection in public. And then they'll just go home and masturbate to like cartoon porn. You know, like they'll <laughs> think that's inappropriate, and then go home and be like, "All right." It's you know? a national pastime to lust over schoolgirls. And I'm not Japan. trying to be like general and like offend all of Japan or anything. I'm sorry, I love uh, Japanese people, but I'm just saying that. You just like, think sexually they're a little tweaked. A lot I of them are. I think that. Cartoons. It's odd. If that's like, you know, it's like someone's thing, like it's like every once in a while, but if it's like a huge part of your population is like into watching cartoons rather than real people. Yeah, they did something wrong. You know? Something like happened. something's wrong with that. Like idea. in the twenties. Yeah. Something in the twenties. All the speed. I or think something like, like, well, the, what like it has those, to do with being defeated know. as a culture, like losing, you know, their military and, you know, I losing mean, the war. That's like a really humiliating defeat. And, you know, that's also the sort of the same thing that happened with the Germans. Germans started coming out with shit porn. And that was all after World War Two. There you, you know? go. There's a connection there. Yeah, I think there's yeah. something about being humiliated, mm. something about being, you know, in, in the, Japanese the eyes of the porn. world just crushed. Mm. And then I guess they experiment with crushing themselves even further, like getting shit on. And, you know, just they just take it to the deepest, darkest depths of. You know, yeah, that's gotta be it. That's yeah, gotta be yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously I'm pulling thinking, this like, out. Isn't of that it? No, no, that's dude. You guys Japan and Germany, they love shit porn. <laughs> dude, that's gonna be someone's on. quote on a message board from now on. At the oh, bottom, man. their signature. Yeah, Japan like, and t- Germany, they love shit porn. <laughs> there's something. You know what? I want to be friends with that and dude. Then I, I bet and there's a lot done in this country too, man. And I'm you know like, what? And there's the Brazilians love fart porn. And I think it's because. 
Nobody parties harder than the fucking Brazilians. They every year they take a month off. They close all fucking businesses. Like you got to get toilet paper for two months and shit. And they party for a month. That's so They're just cool. doing carnival for a month. They're on the streets just fucking partying. I think that has something to do with the, their obsession for fart porn. Wow. They're just How so happy. They're just so happy, and they're like, fuck. They're, not even a fart during sex will piss them off. You could usually a fart will fucking freak you out. You're like, what the fuck? Where are, you, where are you getting this data These are from, just, by the way? This like, is, how do you know this they're is my all hypothesis, bro. That's all. Don't take me seriously. This is just my scientific guess. You know what? I, oh, <laughs> this is a disturbing subject. I'll stop. Yeah, can we get out of this yeah, one? Yeah, I was about to. Can we, to can we regress? Level. I was about to elaborate. Can we regress again? Come on, fart porn is hilarious. Yeah. That is way We've like offended than, like four cultures already. That's already, that's way cooler. Right. Than, I'm, I'm, I'm well, saying. Well, Eddie thought Chinese were Japanese. So you know what? Like um, these my like my brothers their dad's my godfather they convinced me for the longest time that asian women had sideways vaginas oh my god because they said just yeah everything on them is more like horizontal like sense. their eyes are more horizontal their mouths are horizontal and their vaginas are horizontal and it wasn't until i went to like a weigh-ins for like an international like geo tournament and i was what? like oh they had normal vaginas that's hilarious that's hilarious yeah, they did had you, me convinced did they catch you looking no no but how a lot of those that? girls, yeah, those girls are probably checking how old out. were you when this was going on uh, I was like like thirteen or fourteen when I figured really? it out. Really, when you were thirteen or fourteen, that's when you. I don't it, know. I never saw like I never wow. saw this, many this people naked. Wrong. Now it's getting it's getting darker. Let's there was get no. Out of this. Was there internet back then? Uh yeah, but like it was like. You would think you want to Google not that. It was like it, uh, yeah, it was like Netscape. I was thinking like fractals, like on the computer. Yeah. It was like the big giant like beige computer, you know, yeah. like those kind of like computers. Was that, was that what it was? Netscape search? Is that what you said? Netscape. Oh, whatever. Oh my it was god, with the stars on the yeah. thing. It was the like end. a long time ago when Explorer was big. Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uses Explorer anymore, do they? Yeah, yeah. they do. The do they make a comeback? The, the majority does. Browser in the world. I thought Safari was. I thought I was on the shit. No, it's no. Am I? That's not the shit. Such a Mac person that you yeah. lost all perspective of the actual population. With the actual Windows world, it's Internet Explorer like eight now, right? Isn't it? I don't even know if they still make it, but it's still they're the on number like one Windows. browser. Yeah, they're oh, gonna okay. come out with Windows eight. That's they're how on, stupid like, I am. They're on Windows seven now, about to come Windows. out with Windows eight. Is but Opera Windows, still around? Windows gets Opera? more users than ever. Yeah, Opera's still around. Okay. Unix is still around. I never used the Windows. Really. But uh, Windows has never. gotten more people using it than Macs, like by a big number. Macs are only like I think five percent. No, it's better now, but yeah, yeah, yeah what is it? I think it's like last I looked was like. 12%. But because they're counting really? businesses. Is that high? Yeah. Because yeah. they're counting businesses. I think they're just they count like yeah. personal motherfuckers. I think Mac is 50. Yeah, 50. like every screen oh, of every man. restaurant where they're running like Aloha on it and they're doing that, that's like a Windows. Yeah. Yeah. Every single business computer yeah. right. counts. Of course, it's going to distort it. But we're talking about like personal computers. Well, even personal computers, yeah. it's way cheaper to buy a Windows computer. Like, I yeah. look, I like using Apple. It's real simple. Uh, I've used it since OS X 10. Or OS X, rather. But when you uh, look at the prices, you can get a Windows laptop for like 700 bucks. Buck 50. With 50. Yeah. With a fucking 15-inch screen, it plays DVDs. It's got a, a processor that runs really fast. For what you're going to use it for, what are you going to use it? What are you going to get online at the airport? What are you going to do? It's like you can get a, a $700 Windows laptop that's pretty fucking badass. Mm -hmm. You can get a $500 Windows laptop that's pretty fucking badass. You can't really get that in, a, in an Apple laptop. So if you're like, you know, someone who's on a budget, I totally get it. It makes sense to me. But if cost wasn't an option, you would go, well, these Apples are just way better made. It's like, look at this solid aluminum frame. Mm -hmm. and the motherfucker never you're gets like viruses. Steve Jobs went through like thousands of shades of beige before yeah. he like picked the one for like Apple, like the actual laptop. Yeah, thousands I mean, it's a genius. Thousands genius of shades of beige. Is there a thousand shades? Thousands. I would think there would be tens. 
tens of shades. And I guess there's so, 30 shades. Funny because when I talk about it on the. <laughs> not, like, not even 100. When we talk about it on the podcast, I will get no less than 10 tweets calling me a Mac fag. You know, I didn't know you were a Mac fag. <laughs> Fucking Windows rules. There's like a cult of Windows. You know, Todd out McCormick, there. he switched to Mac. He's all about Mac now. Remember, oh, yeah, he, you guys would argue. That. Remember, yeah. he would argue about the cell about phone Windows. thing. Was the he worst. Would, he yeah, would open up his would... Windows like on his big screen and go, "Dude, yeah. with Windows, you can't do this with Mac. Look at the albums. I got my albums and my favorite songs. You can't do that with a Mac." because I, I went up, I went up and, and visited him like six months ago. Dude, he's like showing me the iPads. Oh, bro, you could point this at the stars, and I'm looking at the constellations, and I'm, I know what name of each planet I'm looking. At and he's like so into Mac now. He's <laughs> totally an amazing application. Have you seen that application for an iPad? Another one, you have to hold it. Yeah. What is it called? Star Maps. You, you use it three times. In the city. It looks awesome. It looks yeah. awesome, but then you use it three times and then you never use it again. Dude, right. when, when I was living, can you like in do it through walls? Can you like sit in your room yeah. and just look around? See, that's cool. I when I was living that, in Colorado, like, I had a, a clear view because I was like deep up into the woods. I had a clear view of the night sky. Like not like Hawaii. The the crazy craziest I've ever seen was I was at the went to the Keck Observatory up in uh, the top of uh, the Big Island, and it's pretty fucking badass. You actually wow. drive through the clouds. Like as we were driving, I was like, you know what? I think we fucked up and came a cloudy night, and we're not gonna be able to see shit. But you actually drive through those clouds, wow. and you get to the top, and I think it's at nine thousand feet above sea level, something like that. But the view is insane. It's it's really like life changing. Yeah. Like you, there's no light pollution whatsoever. They use special lights all over the Big Island because they have the observatory there, you know. And um, when you're up that high, there's nothing, just you and the stars. And you see the whole Milky Way. You see the, the galaxy. You see it all together in a way that you never see it like this. Like yeah. you see little clouds, like the galaxy, like the Milky Way. It looks like a big cloud. And it's like you see every fucking star in the sky. And it, it really pisses you off because you go, is this up there every night? <laughs> and I can't see it because we have cities. Yeah, that fucking blows because it's like the most humbling and amazing thing ever. And it's probably part of the reason why we're so fucked up as a race is that we can't see those fucking stars like that shit should be humbling to you every night. If you had to choose yeah. stars or cities. Oh, stars every fucking time. Oh, really? Fuck a city. City ain't shit, dude. I don't get you get bored with cities, man. You never get bored with the stars. This is like city in the is just some fucking wart that a human created and stuck on this this one piece of this <laughs> incredibly beautiful landscape of the universe. When you're Damn. sitting out there watching the Milky Way, like I'll never forget that Keck Observatory, man. I've, I want to go back to the Big Island just for that. Just to get back up there and look at that again, because it was like it was like looking at the universe like personally, like like not like seeing those images that we always see and these you know these great coffee books where they have these beautiful pictures, but to actually see that in your eyes, mm -hmm. you know, it just jolts your whole body. Like you're like, is this out there all the time? This is out there all the time. And somehow or another, through our marriage with technology, we've blinded ourselves to the most spectacular thing you can ever see. Like literally the most spectacular thing I've seen in my life. Besides the birth of my own children was probably that, that moment on the big island looking up the stars. What if oh, the city said, what if it's the city's an hour every night we had star time. Everybody shuts like Everyone off. shuts yeah. their shit off for an hour yeah. and we get to see how cool that be. Oh my God. Star time. It would be amazing. Star time. It would be amazing if we all could agree to do that. Just I brought in, that in up like city. 20 podcasts ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
We were Did all, you? Yeah, yeah, we all talked about this. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love how you want to take credit for that. Thing? Congratulations. I... No, that wasn't me. I, be, I bet you did. But it's still a great idea. Yeah, how about, how about them Dodgers? Idea. How about them Dodgers? Um, it's, it's something you should look into, Brian. You should start like a, an organization. You know, yes. like try to get people to do it if it's your idea. Uh, what do you need? You know what? That's one of those ideas that I'm sure somebody else had came up with too. Yeah. yeah. That people will understand light pollution. What a fucking trip that would be, though, if we could actually get people to do that. Just no light pollution whatsoever, and you get to see. It's fucking amazing, man. I've never driven across the country. You get a country. ticket if you leave your light on. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, 55 bucks. Helicopter flies overhead. <laughs> fucking checks everybody out. Um, uh, I've never driven across country. I did when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it. But uh, I know I've talked to people that have driven across country, and there's spots along the way where you just people just get out of their car and just shut the door and just lay on the fucking hood and check out the stars. On your way to Barstow. Is it? Anywhere in Central California. Anywhere, anytime you get out of the city, like you're going towards How Phoenix you or Vegas, you just pull over and it's, uh, it's right there. I think it's an altitude thing as well. I think it also helps to be up high. You Absolutely. Know, that yes. was one of the things I about agree with you. the Keck Observatory. One of the reasons why it was so crazy was because it was 9,000 feet above sea level. That's really high. You know, when I was living in Colorado, I was at 8,500 feet, and that was fucking high. It was 3,000 feet above Boulder, and Boulder's high, you know. That's a big advantage. Have you ever thought about living somewhere where you can be in altitude all day? Uh, it would just suck. I think I would be like... Denver's the shit. What, you, what do you like, cities? I just like L.A. I just like being home, you know. I, I got sent right. away from home at 16. I'm tired of being away from home. I hear you. It's like such a luxury to be here. If you could ha make a home in Colorado there, what a fucking advantage it is to be at altitude. Like one of the things those uh, Jackson's boys have as, as well. They're, they're, they're at about 5,000 feet. Yeah, but you got to live in, in New Albuquerque. Mexico. It's perfect because yeah, you have no distractions. Yeah. There's zero distractions. Is, does, is Albuquerque not fun? It's all about no distractions. Well, what do you need where you live? I need restaurants and like movie theaters. That's it. I don't really need much else. The movie's Everything been else sucking I get from like the internet. God, I need to Damn close to the ocean. Yeah. If it's like too far away, Did you see away, the sitter, Brian? What? Did you see the sitter? No. Okay. How bad was movies? it? Movies. God. Man, that was one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Really? Yes. Did you see Tower Heist? Tower I Heist walked out of Tower Heist. You walked out of Tower Heist. I walked Heist. out of that motherfucker. Jesus, you didn't like that. You didn't think no. Eddie Murphy was hilarious? No. I only like Eddie Murphy when he does Nutty Professor. That was like the best oh, shit ever. What you know what I mean? Talking, just... When he does his pa his parents and shit. <laughs> Every, when, he, when he's himself and he's trying to be like a like a thug and he's oh, himself. I, thought he was I don't great. buy it. I, I thought buy he was great. It. You know what? That, when the know, big fat chick goes, "Are you married?" and he goes, "No, what's up?" <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah, that was a good line. But I did walk out of it, so I can't say I liked it. Why I did want you to say I liked out? it. When did you walk out? When they were dangling off the side of the building with the golden car. I was like, ugh. But you know what pissed me off, man? They were talking about, this car's got to weigh 2,000 pounds. You know how much a fucking gold car would weigh, asshole? How did that even get in the script? You lazy bitches, only 2,000 pounds. That fucking car would be about 50,000 pounds. Yeah, you know? Jesus Christ, if everything was made out of gold, how much would that weigh? Well, how much is gold? It's heavy as fuck. And a, a, a sports car, like a really light sports car, like the old Porsches were like around 2,000 pounds, those old, really tiny ones. You know, and it was made out of gold. Jesus Christ, it'd be a lot heavier than the, you know. <clears throat> you know what? Ben Stiller's made so many great fucking movies that I will allow him to make a Tower Heist every now and then and still be a fan. I'm still okay. a fan. I enjoyed Tower Heist. Okay. I had a good time in that movie. I thought right. that movie was fun. Go watch Sitter yeah. then. You'll probably like that too. Maybe I would. Shit, what Go are you trying to say, too. man? 
Thought we were friends. I haven't seen a movie I liked in. Let's see, when was the last time I saw a movie I liked? I like stopped going to movies because last couple in a row they just. I'm a huge suck. fan of the Apple TV. Apple TV yeah. is the shit, man. I love to just pick out a movie and you just press play, and it doesn't. I mean, it's high definition. It doesn't take any time to load up. Just boom. I do just like the act of going to the movie. I do like the drive, and yeah. then we're going to hang out. Maybe have a, go to Arclight. Arclight, maybe have a little drinky poo, get a little tipsy <laughs> poo, and then you know get some caramel popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then the, the trailers, the previews, like, fuck, what's coming? The yeah. big shit. Yeah. They're showing you the best shit of movies that probably suck, but you're only getting the best shit, so to you, it's a good movie. You're like, fuck, I can't wait to see the, you know, sometime. Mm-hmm. And then the, you're still excited about the movie. You're like, you forgot what the hell you came to see. That's like, true. oh, shit. And then movies are great if you have a good crowd, but you can get a shit crowd and that movie sucks. People talking. Yeah. Arc light. You know, it's too expensive for there to be any kids and shit. Yeah. That's important, man. Kids make a lot of noise. Kids, babies, um, people arguing like 15 year olds. Those are the worst ones. I wish you were with us when we went to see Planet Let's not talk about movie theater arguments right now. Oh, that's right. We circled back into that. We circled back to her. Damn. I saw Planet of the Apes in an almost entirely black neighborhood in Philadelphia. That was a good movie. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. They talked to the screen, man. It was like half the show. Half the show was in the crowd. But it wasn't like negative. Everybody was positive. It was fun. You know, oh, he running shit now. And everybody would go <laughs> off. <laughs> people were dying laughing. But you know what? It made me really Don't uncomfortable. Go there was an ad for The Sitter. And um, while I was uh, at this all-black neighborhood watching this, you know, when they're doing the previews, you start realizing how few movies are geared towards fucking black people. It's like, yeah. man, to be in an all-black theater and just watch one white movie after a next, after a next, and, like, and go, man, how annoying must that be for them? Yeah, they should yeah. only show Tyler Perry previews, <laughs> right? He makes like three movies a year, just keep showing that shit. And they all have his name in front of it. Tyler Perry's. What do you think that's about? He's a bad motherfucker. He's running shit. Yeah. That's what it is. Damn, that's he a He wants everybody right to know. He wants everybody Perry. to know. He's all his movies start with Tyler Perry. Parents. Yeah, everything. Yeah. His TV show is Tyler Perry's TV I did go show. see one. I got suckered <laughs> into seeing one. That, that. You did? Yeah. Medea. Medea goes to jail. No, you no. didn't. Medea goes to jail. <laughs> I, I went and I walked oh out. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I walked out. Why would you walk out? You should just get really high before you You know went. what's crazy? How high were you it's, before you went? There was two storylines. It was the Maeda story where she's like, you know, this uh, super, super ghetto grandma right but then the other story had nothing to do with her so it was only like they used her <laughs> to get you to watch this bad drama it wasn't even a comedy mm-hmm. her parts were comedy but bad comedy but then there was a whole drama where it's like this lawyer black guy married to this like you know this this uh this light-skinned black chick and they got a lot of money and he's a lawyer and then this girl that he used to bang when he was in high school is now a hooker and she's coming to him for help to get out of like this mess that she's in, and he's got to help her. And his wife's like, "You help her, and I'm, you know, I'm leaving." So now he's like trying to help his his this, his love from high school or something like that, and who's a hooker. And then his wife's gonna leave. Like you're gonna, but you know, it's it was so bad. That sounds oh awesome. <laughs> so sounds, bad. Is it bad enough to be good? It was. It was like watching. Uh, like a soap opera, like a real bad soap. But opera. is it bad enough to be, to like to watch and like mock it? Ooh, you know what? Fifteen minute chunks here and there. <laughs> that might be take cool. Like a mix. You take a mix yeah. of like the f- five worst movies, Segments. and then you make ten minute blocks, and you bounce back and forth. But if you have to sit through the whole thing, mm-hmm. so what is he? That guy doing? He's just making like real mediocre stuff and just churning it out. 
some his story is like he's a homeless dude who started writing plays or something, and then he blew up, and then the whole black community got behind him, and now he's doing like sitcoms and shit. Wow. Yeah, and a lot of movies. I never incredible. seen one that I liked his, though. But he's got some crazy deal where he owns his own production studio and he pays the people a salary, so they're under contract, like the old movie theaters mm-hmm. used to do. Like MGM used to put actors under contract, so mm-hmm. when they had like big movies coming up, you know, Humphrey Bogart being an MGM film, you know, and like they used to do that with actors. Well, apparently he does that too, and doesn't really pay them that much. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's just what I've read on the internets. He's like a pimp in the acting game. Yeah, yeah. well, the the whole movie making game. He's just running shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. running shit. This guy's a Tyler. Dude, Tyler he might be Perry's, like a super thug or something. Tyler Perry you know? sucked my dick. He's got a he's got an island somewhere. An he's island? got his own island. Yeah. He's God, Paul, does it yeah. call Tyler Perry's island? Tyler Perry's <laughs> meet my island. Such <laughs> a fat girl. <laughs> yeah, you pull up. You are entering the fucking legal zone of Tyler Perry. Tiger Perry's Tyler Perry's meet my arm. My island. <laughs> I do he's like the, the idea of a super tough grandma. Like a black, that's what he does. Well, hasn't it? Martin Lawrence been doing that for a million years? I love Big Lawrence. Mama's House. I mean, I, isn't that the Martin same yeah, show? Yeah. Genius. I love but he it. Does and it with Eddie like, Murphy and everybody. Yeah, everybody did it. You know, it's really. Oh, shit. You're who, right. Who was it that said that it, it was. Oh, it was Dave Chappelle. That he like, was talking about something happens to black men, and at some point in time, they make them dress like a woman. <laughs> that Hollywood makes every like tough looking. Bl- and you go back, like Denzel Washington. Not Denzel Washington, but Wesley, uh, Wesley Snipes. Snipes um, uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, you know, there's a, a bit of Martin Lawrence, um, and there's like a, b- a whole bunch of. What about Morgan? Like uh, Hollywood uh, subliminal trying Morgan. to oh, emasculate Jamie Fox, black people. Jamie Fox, Tracy Jamie. What, yeah. what about Tracy Morgan? He probably did that too. I don't know, but it's I love really, he's David. You know, Dave Chappelle pointed this out, and I never would have thought about it. You know, I mean, it's I don't I just see dudes wearing dresses. Oh, I guess someone thought it was funny, so everybody <laughs> kept doing it. But, you know, when, when he said it, I thought, God damn, yeah, why are they getting all these fucking black dudes to wear dresses? Is it some <laughs> weird thing where they're trying to, like, they're afraid of the, the, the alpha superior sexuality of the black male, so they're just trying to clown him up publicly? That's Look what at him, he's wearing a dress. Said. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 I well, that put is it in. You guys, were, you guys were tight. I can get sorry, in there. Sorry, sorry. Get in there. <laughs> what was that? In there. I was too verbose. That is the ultimate, yeah. like instinct. ultimate clowning, right? Make mm. a guy look like a girl. Yeah. You think about it in a club or something. You're with some chick, and she's and she. You think that she likes another dude. What's the first thing you're gonna say? He's gay. That dude, you know what I mean? That's what you want to say. You want a cock block. That's the ultimate. Bam, showstopper. Oh, he's gay. What if there was a great movie? A great movie about these like really well built black guys that just went out and fucked the shit out of white women everywhere they went, and it was a real happy ending. <laughs> and, and everybody looked like a hero in that movie, and then they released it. Can you imagine the outcry? How fucking like wedding crashes, right? <laughs> like wedding crashes. How many fucking white dudes would hate that movie? They'd be so angry. And women, are, man, look, people go in fads and trends, mm-hmm. and the fucking black guys all of a sudden became the thing to do. You know, if it was like getting your nose sure. pierced, you know, they would just dive on it it would be the thing it would be a huge it would be a huge <laughs> new thing like girls wouldn't even want to fuck white guys anymore just go out and find black guys because some movie that made them think it was hot that makes sense it could totally happen totally people good. are so easily sick. look at fucking if look you at, make anything like fashionable and a fad you can convince anyone to do it yes exactly i mean look at half you the know? shit that people do look at you know I mean, I, I was sorry i'm picking on japan today but i was in japan and i saw all these billboards and all the guys were dressed like chicks and like they made that fashionable to like make themselves look feminine. That happened in the states too with hair metal. So I'm saying now like now it's becoming like you're seeing like skinny jeans and like 
guys in general. What's worse, skinny like, jeans or dudes who sag their pants down to the bottom of their dick? And they're like waddling because um, they can't walk. They're just like on the both sides of like. What is that? That the ones that, like way well, too acidic and tripping. ones like way too basic. Like both damage. You're like you want to be in the middle. You can't have too high, too low, too tight. There was tight some or kid loose. at the mall that was waddling like a duck because he had <laughs> his shit tied down over his dick. I mean, it was ridiculous. Homeboy could barely use his legs. He was just kind of waddling, and he thought he was cool. And I was what like, is, this might be the stupidest fucking thing I've ever there's seen. There's got to be a root do. of that. There's a root to it. A cause. There, like. Someone invented that shit. It's because First usually dude. they uh, supposedly like, like poor people. Uh, I think it's come from the poor urban neighborhoods. They, they, no they can't afford. No, they can't afford like pants, so oh. they just get whatever size they ca- they have. No, so it's a poor thing. That's no. what I was told. No, by huh. it comes no, it comes an from Asian jail. woman. It comes from jail. Jail? Yes, in jail you're not allowed to have a belt because you can hang yourself. So a lot of guys have pants that are sagging oh, and they don't give a fuck. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. That sounds that makes sense. Where it came yeah, that makes. That's why it's all thugs and and you know people that are trying to pretend to be thugs but this dude was waddling he had a belt tightened down over his dick it's like that's where his belt was and his underwear was above that and he was just walking and waddling back and forth like you could just pants him and beat the fuck out of that dude <laughs> Why? how long would it take for that yeah, dude to put his pants up you can't feel threatened up? by anyone whose yeah, pants are that naggy they are not ready for action yeah, you ain't getting no hip into that punch bitch <laughs> what is silly imagine fucking, your legs all close together being like oh, easiest takedown ever too right <laughs> what about wearing an orange jumpsuit like an orange or like a black and white striped old school uniform like when is that going to be cool for gangsters like rappers oh like dre- dress like you're in jail <laughs> like, still like Abbott and Costello in jail yeah, you know? I got out I kept the jails closed I don't even buy my own clothes, kid. I just wear straight jail shit outside. The black and white striped ones. Too. Yeah, Fifth Ward for life. And they carry a ball and chain, but yeah. it's like a plastic ball. It's really light. The orange ones were you know, popular. They carry around like, like, cool like the goblet thing. Right? thing. They, they carry around their ball and chain, and it's no, all bedazzled ankle, out. But on their ankle, like they walk around with this plastic ball. Yeah. How no, crazy it's not like plastic. It'd be all diamonds. How crazy is they really used to have chain gangs? <laughs> They, they have dudes chained together breaking rocks with sledgehammers. That's and absolutely that's, insane. That's what your job was. Breaking rocks with a fucking sledgehammer. We are all so day. spoiled. <sighs> Think about that. It's amazing that Every they day you grab wake up and you break rocks. <laughs> it's amazing how many things they could get you to do that for, you know, especially yeah. now. I mean, if there was only a few laws like don't rape anybody, don't kill anybody, don't steal anybody's shit, don't fucking light anybody's house on fire, like real, real normal basic laws, mm-hmm. and then they start doing chain gangs, I'd go, okay. All right, well, those guys obviously are assholes. They broke, we only have 10 laws. They mm-hmm. broke them. But there's so many fucking laws. If you're in a chain gang because you were selling weed, you know? Yeah, not fair. Some kid is uh, facing life in prison in uh, Texas because they caught his silly ass with uh, a bunch of weed. And it's always some dude. Life in prison. Yeah, he's fucking speeding or something and didn't have his. Um, <laughs> what is that? What are you playing Some in the anime? Yeah, is this yeah. real anime? Can we actually play don't dirty wanna, shit? Don't play dirty shit, Brian. We're going to get us in trouble. Even if it's fake vaginas, I don't think you're supposed to show them. You sure? <laughs> I don't think so. There's no anime on YouTube? YouTube's pretty cool. YouTube can't you, have that shit? This is Ustream. Know. No, they don't this show is Apple sex. They definitely don't stop set or show sex. Isn't that funny? You could show people just getting fucked up by animals, earthquakes, each other. Have you seen that footage from Egypt? Some footage. It's really scary, man. It's uh, they're they're protesting, and the people are uh, the 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 riot guards are coming in to kill the protest. You know, because we kicked out their dictator, Mubarak's not there anymore. So there's this power vacuum, 
and they're going crazy and beating the fuck out of each other, man. And they, they tried to have like an Occupy thing there where they had tents and they tried to protest and the fucking police came down armed to the, f- like wearing these crazy helmets and, wow. and full body suits and beat people to death with clubs. I mean, it was horrible, man. Just swarming way more cops than they were protesters. So they're on like, there's like 10, 15 people on one dude just beating wow. the shit out of this dude. This one chick, they beat her unconscious and then the guy jumped on her and stomped on her chest while she was on the ground. She died? Yeah, I don't know. A lot of them died, though. It is hard to watch, man. And you're like, wow, this is going on in 2011. People are capable of that in, in parts of the world, you know? People are capable of that in a big group. I was running towards the crowd, shooting people. Just running, randomly shooting these protesters. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're probably doing it for, like, a bonus. Like, boss is pro- probably telling him, you, whoever kills the most pe- per- people gets $10,000 bonus. Uh, yeah, who knows right? what yeah, they're doing. That's the easiest way Every single one of these, like, chest work. stompers started out as, like, a baby. Like, a sweet yeah. little baby. Like, what yes. happened along that way where you, like, yeah. you have a cute little baby and then you have someone stomping. <laughs> <laughs> Too much judo. That's right. Yeah, it's horrific things can come out of the most beautiful creatures. It's uh, just a matter of conditioning. It's a matter of putting them in a terrible situation. The real, the real key to this life is that no one's trying to stop those situations from happening. No one, no, no giant global effort is to go into these poor neighborhoods and clean up their water and educate them and give them clothes and give them a vocation. And there's no effort like that going on. The effort is just to steal resources. And then number one resource is being ignored. That, and that resource is human life. Mm-hmm. The human life and ingenuity and the, the ability to become some sort of an actual, you know, uh, contributing person you know and to 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 feel like you're a part of this giant human race instead of trapped and fucked by your situations and surroundings and stuck in some place where there is no money and you are barefoot and your fucking floor is dirt and you know and there's no one can help you you know instead of going out in there in a mass effort we just go into the mountains and steal minerals you know we go and find natural gas we don't we don't we don't have there's never been a giant global effort where armies have gone in to feed people you know, <laughs> yeah. we d- we're not about rising everybody up. We're about a few cunts that have already got to the top trying to keep everybody else from getting there. Yeah. How do you feel about conspiracy theories? Um, 911, inside job or not? Inside job. Oh, wow, you think so? You. Yeah. Okay. Wow, you're confident. Um, UFOs, real or not? I think they're real for okay. sure. I uh, watched you guys' show. What do you think? I think. Bigfoot. No, I believe in Bigfoot more than those other two. Well, the kind of monkeys he was talking amazing, about, right? the exactly. kind of monkeys he was talking about, the the big gray like killer chimps. I, I they sound plausible. You were really confident in the way yeah, you were although describing. Although that's them. a real animal, they they know that's an animal. That they know absolutely. They have photographs. So you could call that Bigfoot. So yeah, that, <laughs> you should make a Joe Rogan shirt that says "I believe in Bigfoot." <laughs> you got, you're like your thumbs up. You're like, you, like I believe yeah. in Bigfoot. <laughs> I believe in Bigfoot more than I believe the government absolutely acted as an inside job. Wow. That's amazing. But the reason being, first of all, I don't disbelieve either one of them. And Bigfoot is based on a real animal called Gigantopithecus, which lived in Asia and most likely followed the Bering Strait with people. When human beings walked across from Asia to America, um, it's very possible that this animal walked with them. That's why there's over 250 different names in uh, Native American languages for Sasquatch. It's not just uh, one group said they've seen it. And the place where there's the highest concentrations of them is directly in line with where the path would be if they had walked on the Bering Strait and came over to North America. 
So it's based on a real animal. It's based on um, a, an animal that was alive and coexisted with human beings and coexisted with human beings in the same land where we know people migrated. So it's very possible that, that Sasquatches are real. They might not be alive anymore. You know, what it might be is that they probably died off, you know, who knows how many generations or ago. Or they might be a few fucking breeding populations out deep in the woods. If you, if you fly over the Pacific Northwest, that is a true rainforest. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is some dense, dense, dense woods there. And if you were some sort of an intelligent animal and you figured out a way to avoid uh, people for this long and you had as much land as they have up there to roam around in, it's not outside the realm of possibility that there's some sort of an unusual animal that lives up there. You know, yeah. but the real deal is if we caught that fucking thing, it would be in a cage in the zoo right next to the monkeys. Yeah. We'd be like, fuck you, you big bitch. Get in there. <laughs> we, you know, like Sasquatch out in the, in the wild becomes, a, you know, a, a, a huge thing with people. They're fascinated by Sasquatch. People have dedicated their lives to finding Sasquatch in these books like and movies. There's reality TV shows out now. Yeah. People are like finding Sasquatch. But if we knew it was real and it was in the zoo, you'd barely even look at it like, oh, that's a big stupid monkey. Yeah. You know, where's the Like birds? imagine if tigers like were like a rumor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, dude, there's these orange cats. They yeah. live in the jungles in India yes. and they're covered in black shit stripes Jesus. and they, yeah they hide in the swamps and they come out and they just jump and seize deer from the middle of nowhere and, and they, they eat like, people they eat people and but they're cats but they like water and then oh they, like, they, they, they take baths swim. all the time they, they can swim, swim like a motherfucker yeah like <laughs> that sounds made up it sounds terrifying yeah we, we talked yeah. about that before like like with yeah. uh, crocodiles yeah alligators oh my god yeah yeah, so much of nature. Hippos. How about that crazy asshole in like, South America, or South Africa, rather, that got killed by his hippo? He had a pet hippo, kept it for years. One day, that thing fucked him up. Whoa. Hippos are the craziest-looking animals. If you see one in person, real. you were like, that thing yeah. could annihilate me. They don't even look real. It looks like some like a, a Star Wars monster, you know? Yeah. Like Avatar. It looks like something to be wandering through the woods in Avatar, you know? Yeah. It really does. It's like hippos are just they're ridiculous. Some asshole thinking he can have one of those as a pet. The world is filled with nutty animals. You know, mm-hmm. between big cats and lions and elephants and rhinos, the fact that rhinos are real, like you see this giant armored thing that just wanders around, not afraid of anybody, mm-hmm. you know, just figured out a way to like, all right, I'm just going to make myself so fucking big and make my skin so fucking thick. And put a sword I'm, on my face. Yeah. That I'm going to eat around lions. And I'm going to be like, what, bitch? Yeah, I'm, I'm nearsighted. I can't grass. even see three feet. Listen, you fuck with me, I'm going <laughs> to stomp you. All right, I'm just going to eat this grass. But meanwhile, they didn't anticipate humans. The fleshiest, weakest bitches of all figured out a way to make a bang stick that sends a fucking bullet right through your stupid brain. Wow. Bomb, boom, exit wound, twitch, the lights go out in Georgia. So easy for a person to kill a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> I know, people say, like, people are so terrible. I'm like, well, we're doing really well. Like... We got to give ourselves a pat on the back, like evolution-wise. Oh, yeah, like, we're, we're the shit. We're killing it. We're so, we're so we're good great. that we feel bad for the other animals that lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're like that far ahead over. where you like look back, yeah. you're like, oh, no. I've always said there's a war between animals, and just, we're so far ahead that we forgot it's a war. We're, we're so far ahead that we forgot that we have these, these prison camps set up in our city, and they're called zoos. Mm-hmm. And that's what a zoo is. They don't want to be in there. We've captured the, uh, the enemy. And we have them locked up. Those anim- that, those bears would eat people. Those lions would eat well, people. Well, some people can argue that like the animals are like contributing to like the better good for most animals because it makes more people aware of them that they can see them and they care more. Sacrifice tiger. Yeah, yeah they are like sacrifice for the rest because the think of like. All the people that donate in the U.S. to like the National Tiger Fund because they mm-hmm. see it like a commercial for tigers. If they never saw a tiger like in real life in a zoo, I've never thought about that. That's yeah. interesting. 
Yeah, if you think of all the people that donate to Cheetah Foundations and stuff like that, they've seen a cheetah that's something tangible to them. Mm. They're like, wow, I saw this documentary. Can you imagine this moving as fast as it was there? Like this animal right here. Like mm. it makes them real. It makes people care more. So if you think about it, they're actually doing some good. That's uh, I, I believe that, but it's still a really cruel and inhuman thing to do to take a predator, to take something that its entire evolutionary reward system is set up mm-hmm. for it to get this giant rush out of chasing things and killing them, this orgasmic yeah. re- response. Well, they could treat them better. They could treat them in a way where they could like simulate more things. of an, yeah. Let them like kill let things. things loose in their little yes. environment. Let them hunt, you know? Yeah. Like, the, the you can make killing. captivity better. Like, Take yes. like Take I'm Fridays. not so huge against, like, <laughs> killing animals and eating them. I'm, like, huge into, like, torturing them before that, you know? Like, I tried being vegan. If, if like, a cow lived a happy life and hung out with other cows, like, hey, cow, what's up? I'm eating some grass. Cool. And then one day, boom, it's dead. And then I eat it. I wouldn't feel bad for that cow. Right. But if it's, like, suffering and living in its own, like, shit the whole, its whole life and, like, limping around and having diseases, being pumped full of hormones, I don't like that that much. Do you try to eat, like, grass-fed beef? And stuff like that. Oh, uh, not as much as I should. But I guess now that I'm kind of 135, I'm really gonna have to pay attention to all that stuff. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna go on some sort of a strict nutrition nutritional program, and then just slowly see what you can chip away before mm-hmm. you go to camp. Mm-hmm. So now you eat whatever the fuck you feel like eating. Yeah, but I'm still I'm hanging out. Like I'm the only girl that talks about her weight like all over. Hey, everyone on the internet, <laughs> I weighed 150 pounds today. Right. What's your, what do you eat on your cheat day? Girls want to weigh like a hundred if they're not fighters. Cheat day. You know like what's funny? Like I went to fight the, at one forty five. You know the carnival game weight. where they guess your weight or age? I've right. never lost one in my life. The last one I went to, they were really? off by thirty three pounds. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-three. I'm just dead. Because they don't want to like, say 150. Plus, you have this no, look of confidence. No, but they're always like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, we, we you know, yeah. guessed really high. Because they had to guess for your clothes and your boots. Like, I was wearing boots right. and a jacket and all this stuff. And the guy was still 33 pounds off. Do That's you have funny. a, like, Over a gar- under? Huh? Under. He was under by 33 pounds. Oh, okay. Do you have, like, a garage full of SpongeBob? SpongeBob. <laughs> From winning all the prizes. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, it's funny, you know, like my, my boyfriend won me a prize at Not Scary Farm and then I gave him my, my, my fat shark. I called it my fat shark because I got it for being fat. And then oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave him a prize and he went and got me well, a Well, it's prize. usually what you pay to get them to to ask you the question isn't even worth what the fucking prize exactly, is. Exactly. It's yeah. a scam. But yeah, I ridiculous. just like to see everyone be surprised. How much does it cost to buy one of those stupid stuffed animals? Three cents they're, in China. They're, they're, they're five dollars so a play. Yeah. <laughs> those those stuffed animals are like the perfect example of child child labor in like Korea or something like that. Because those things are just awful. That's uh, the the world of the carny, the world of the traveling carnival, taking in rubes. What a strange, strange world that must be in. Did anybody ever do like a uh, um, a, a series on, yeah. on carnivals? Yeah, I saw one. I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, I'm remembering it too, but I don't Yeah, I don't remember who the hell it was. There was something, right? Yeah. It wasn't a Stephen King thing, was it? No, it, I was thinking of Carnival or whatever, but uh, I also saw a documentary again. about it. <laughs> What's that? I, I was thinking of Carnival. You ever see that show on Showtime? Or I oh, think I, I think that is it. Maybe is that that's it? what... Well, I think I saw a documentary too. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, that's a weird world where you're, you know... Driving into towns and just ripping people off. Yeah, you know. Didn't Stevo grow up? I think I want. It seems like Stevo. No, Stevo's dad like owns Coca Cola or something. Right. He's like a high executive what? in Coca Cola. Like, yeah, he comes from like a really rich background. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Stevo's family's loaded. Wow, how weird must they feel about him being this fucking crazy guy? We did a video, or yeah. we uh, played a video with him when he was on the podcast. He showed us. He showed us a video of that show Wild Boys, where he was up on a tree. There's a commercial a for lion. Nintendo. A lot. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, for Nintendo a 3DS. A lion climbed up on top of the tree and got on top of him and didn't kill him. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah it is horrific. It's so oh, scary to watch. Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it I up. I want to see that shit. It's I know. crazy. And you know what's really <laughs> the funny? The description really brought me in. He's wearing a hat, like one of those big um, safari dude hats, and the lion bites the hat but doesn't bite him. And I was thinking, man, what if the lion, like, got confused by that hat, didn't know what the fuck it was going to do with the guy, so just like, what am I eating? Shit, I'm not even hungry, and just left him alone there. But if that hat wasn't there, what if he bit into his neck and enjoyed it? Yeah. And just decided, oh, I'll just eat this dude. You know, this seems like I can eat this. That's true. Check this shit out. It's shocking that none of the jackass guys have died. When the wild boys said they were going to battle it out in the African plains, a lot of people said Look at this, look at this. But then we got a hold of the Nintendo DS with wireless multiplayer and loads of other cool stuff, allowing us to be as wild as we want to be. Steve-O, with a touch screen, I can beat your with one finger. This is real, bro. Nintendo DS. Touching is good. good Available in stores November 21st. See, Wild Boys season see how it bites the hat? If that's in a commercial, though, I'm sure that's a train line. No, it's no, not this a was, train he, line. That's what he was saying. He's like, they just went there and got he him said, He said he was yeah. fucking horrified, and the only way they got that line off of him is a guy had a stick with a chicken on the end of it. Wow. Yeah. Here's behind the scenes. We didn't see this part of it where they're talking about Elephants ramming into it. Um, we've heard of all kinds of leopard sightings. And today, there's likely to be a bunch of big male African lions pouncing. <laughs> you have a gnarly hair growing out your nose. You were nowhere near it. What are you talking about? I got it, pal. No, you didn't. Not the bad one. Oh, yeah. I got them pretty, pretty major ones. I spent all this money on new teeth, and then I let my nose hair grow out of control. <laughs> More money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest conversation ever. Okay, right. stop this before right. my head hurts. But he's uh, he's a crazy boy. He's he's he does nutty shit with animals, man. He does some nutty shit with animals. Let me see if they show any more tiger in this. He doesn't anymore though. Now that he's all clean and sober, totally uh, different dude. It was really interesting. We talked to him and he said that he has uh, dreams that he like oh. fucks up and starts smoking weed. Check this shit out. Really? Just dreams that he relapses. Oh Jesus Christ. When the wild boys said they were going to battle out in the plains of Africa, a lot of people said it couldn't be done. You bastard! Good kitty. Good kitty. Good kitty, good kitty. Oh my god. Oh my god, get off of him! Get off of him, you what the fuck, man? <laughs> that guy was wow. riding on top of an elephant. He said a dude with a chicken came by and get him off. Do you think he'd sleep really well after that, or he'd be up all night? Oh, I'd never, I'd never sleep again after that. I was just that. like, oh, I'm dead. I was resigned, completely resigned to the fact that I was dead. He held on to the he Nintendo. Didn't even <laughs> what a fucking professional. <laughs> <laughs> he held on to that Nintendo. That should have they should have paid him double for that. I know. Right? Oh, wow. I didn't I would never have noticed that. They're all like, the yeah, yo, the Nintendo. We were watching, we were all thinking the same thing. It would be so much funnier if he was in a thong. <laughs> if he was wow. in a thong? <laughs> oh god. Those crazy the, jackass I boys or wild boys. Listen, I think that's the end of this thing. What do you think? Word. Seems like 
the end. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> go to the Armo Awards. Where are you going? They have like an Armenian sports award show or something tonight. And oh, yeah? I think Does that Carl I'm, get the gold medal? I don't know, but they said I have to come because they're like, we're gonna give you an award. I'm like, I'm How's Armenian. Carl doing? They're like, we'll do whatever we want. We'll give you one anyway. Let me guess, it's in Glendale. So they're giving I you an so. award? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they're did, making it up and messing with me. I can never take them serious. How did all so many <laughs> Armenians find Glendale? Just go. How did they choose Glendale? I think they're very family oriented. You know, they all want to be close to their family where their family's at. So right. everyone just kind of wanted to live in the same area. I heard something completely. Different. I heard there was the, like, like this this family that came out that started it and was like, hey, and got everyone to move there for some reason like he from became, Armenia yeah he became like mayor of Glendale or something like that really? and then he he told hey everyone come here and we can all you know work you know, together best so. about Brian's stories it's probably some sort of origin in there that really makes sense <laughs> but by the time <laughs> he forgets it and then tries to recreate it and then yeah he was like totally like the mayor of Glendale or something <laughs> But it might have really been. It seems like a. It, He's looking has it up now. Something. Look at him. He's on Google. He well, there has to be something. You, there's no way you could have so many uh, 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 people of one uh, nationality that choose to live in one area. I mean, Glendale and Armenians is like as yeah. as synonymous, synonymous as you can get, right? Yeah. I don't know. A lot, smart, of, a lot of wild Armenian fighters. They're really huh? smart people. They figure it out. They're How's Carl Prezian doing? Carl's, Carl's good. I haven't seen him in a while. I saw him wrestling a little bit ago. I don't think I've, I haven't seen him for like. Like a few months. Is he doing better? Yeah, he looked good to me last time. I like last time I trained with him. He, he was actually feeling better, and he looked like he looked better. But pills are a motherfucker. Scary shit, isn't it? Yeah, dude. I'm All because of his injury. Thing. He had a, a hamstring injury, and, and you know they got him on some painkillers. Did you ever see his hamstring? I haven't seen it. It's crazy. He's like missing a bite out of it. It's like a pterodactyl bit a chunk Ouch. out of his hamstring. One of his legs, I forget which one of them is, he had a bad injury. Like, you ever see a guy when a guy gets a bicep tear and it kind of mm -hmm. curls up like on his arm? Yeah. Well, it happened to him on his leg. And so one of his legs, it's like, when he flexes it, it's like, it's like someone, literally, like someone took a bite out of his hamstring. Mm. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I love Carl. I hope he's doing all right. My first day there, yeah. he, he told it, he like pulled me in front of everybody and said if anyone was mean to me, he'd kick their ass. <laughs> he like, yeah. Carl's a character, man. He's How's a that character. Karin I love that dude. Karin yeah, Karin's great. Um, I see him at Heisen. He still trains. I don't know if he's thinking about uh, fighting anymore, but he's working. He was so highly touted, that yeah. guy. And he then he's two, so talented, dude. He had he's so two talented. fights were just the worst luck ever. He was dominating both dudes, yeah. running through them, standing up, took them down at will, and just beat the shit out of them on the ground. But he stayed in the guard and gave them a shot. And those guys. And he would never, the thing is, he, he would never like, get caught with anything like that at practice. Yeah, exactly. And those right. guys like, just I've up. tried to armbar yeah. him from there a lot of times, and yeah. I, it's not it's crazy. easy to it's, do. He just smelled too much blood. He was... There was yeah. too much domination going on where he felt so confident that this guy's yeah. done. And he was just beating the shit out of the last two fights that Paul Chabavosky or whatever the hell his name is, Paul. I don't remember who he fought. You know what I'm talking about? Redhead guy with the tattoos. He was all over him and then got caught in an arm bar like yeah. in a half a second. Two fights in a row. That guy has so much talent. I hope... He doesn't get yeah. up. Oh, Bart Palachewski? Yes, Bart Palachewski. Well, I that yeah. situation is so hard to recreate, you Dude, know, in training. When you're actually really getting somebody here at the very end of it, like, how can you like, – you're not going to really beat it on anyone that you train with that bad. Yeah, it's almost you like know? you have to have, like, a, like fight experience. You have to have experience exactly. doing that. Yeah, to, so like, judge talent. that because you can't really practice Very it. Very talented guy, though, and a really talented grappler, too. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Oh, he's yeah. so technical. He's yeah, great. And when you see him get tapped, like, you saw him get tapped once, like, no way. And then the wow, anybody thing. can get caught. And you see him get t catch a second time. Like, wow, maybe there's like, 
you know, what happened there? It's like he hit a mental block. I mean, what, mm-hmm. it, you know, what is it? It's all up to him. I don't know. No, it was just, it was just him in beast mode. He went yeah. into beast mode too much. He yeah. was, well, that's too, what I meant. Like yeah. a mental block doesn't, didn't think about what he was doing. He, yeah. you know, he, he left his shit out there and he got caught in something he would never get caught in. I hope he comes back. Uh, I'm I a do big too. Fan of really, really talented kid. He's still looking good. He's still training. So what did you think about that fucking Frank Mirno Gara fight? Was that like craziest shit I ever? couldn't even watch the replay. God and the crazy damn. thing is, I know I would do that myself, but I couldn't watch someone else do it. Frank Mir like, is the all-time oh. bone breaker. He's the all-time bone breaker. Roberto Traven, first fight in the UFC, breaks his arm. Yeah. And then Tim Sylvia snaps his forearm. Who the fuck ever snaps someone's forearm? And then you think, well, that's the, that's the craziest shit he's going to do. No. He breaks Nogara's arm, and he breaks yeah. his yeah. upper arm. Yeah. Like, oh. not even the forearm. Well, like, heavyweights. Like, think of all that, like, Jesus. size and weight and oh. strength they have. Like, they're not just going to break someone's arm. They're going to snap it. That was that one of the moves, That fights, sequence though. that he does that sequence where Nogueira rolled him over he made Nogueira roll him over mm-hmm. he does it on purpose and so he sets up the Kimura he, it's, it's really he has a whole video where he shows what he does he mm-hmm. tries to get the Kimura and then he gets his hands locked he like on purpose puts a bunch of weight on his head like goes down to his head, so the guy tries to roll him over, mm-hmm. and as the guy ro- rolls him over, that's when he cranks the Kimura mm-hmm. and gets on top and finishes yeah. it. But it started. It started before that, though. It was really if you, when Nogueira, Nogueira was Nogueira was all over him. Nogueira, yeah. the fight could have easily been stopped. Yeah, he was Nogueira was looking great. He looked better than he's ever looked. Faster, more explosive. He came out super aggressive. And, He's been looking lethargic a little bit on his feet the last couple fights, but I've never seen Noguera come out like a, like a fast shark. And he was all over him. His mistake was sitting back for that guillotine when he was on top. I know he's looking at that, and he's looking at that was the point. If he would have just stayed on top and kept punching him in the side of the head, he wanted to close him with a nice submission. When he went for that guillotine, and it, Frank Mir defended it beautifully, ended up on top of him, and still, Noguera was in great shape. He's like, okay, I messed up. I went for the guillotine. He got on top. But check this out. I'm going to peek out and take your back. He always peeks out. He did that to Bob Sapp. That was his shit. He peeked out, but he left his arm behind. And that's where it all went wrong for him. And when 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 uh, Noguera, when uh, Frank Mir jumped on that Kimura, he's, his hips went in rewind. He pulled his hips out of the, the half guard that uh, Noguera had on him. And then... Ended up in the in the top position with the Kimura. Didn't have the greatest balance. So Noguera rolled him. And then when he got back on top and re-rolled him, he made sure his balance was together. And then he just closed, closed the show. But the, the, the reason that fight was so obvious, I mean, I mean, it was, was so amazing. It's obvious, actually. That Frank Mir could have easily been stopped. That fight yeah. was over. You even yeah. called mm-hmm. it. You yeah. even said, hey, they're going to stop it. Frank Mir's out. And to come back and break his Amazing. Arm, Amazing. It's incredible. And it's, you know, for Frank Mir, that I've heard people say that he doesn't come back from adversity well. That when you know, Brock Lesnar started beating on him, when Shane Carwin started beating on him, I didn't agree with these things because I said, uh, when I looked at those fights, I was like, well, do you know, what, what, what is the body physically capable of doing at a certain point in time? Mm-hmm. When you got a guy like Shane Carwin who's feeding you those fucking left uppercuts that he was hitting him with, mm-hmm. do you remember that fight? Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, there's not much he could have done other than what he did do. The, yeah. Not much his body is going to allow him to absorb. When Carwin's blasting you, and Carwin hits fucking hard, and yeah. he uncorked one after another after another, you know how how can one fight back from that? I don't know well, if people they can. that don't fight, they don't realize how big these guys are and how small those gloves are yeah. and how good they are at hitting each other. Like it's hard to hold on. What, Brian? Uh, you blocked somebody in. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I will end the podcast. All right. All right. That's why we're ending it. We're ending it on Frank Mir being a bad yeah, motherfucker. Try, yeah. 
Quick, um, quick little plug. Yeah, sure. Um, 10planetjujitsu.com. I got uh, 30 schools worldwide. And if you're not near any of those schools, you could jump on my website. All my lessons I videotape, put up on my website, four ninety nine a month. You have access to the entire 10 Planet system. Go to 10planetjj.com. Hook it up. Hook it up. Ronda Rousey, you, get, you plug in anything? Plug Twitter, at Ronda Rousey, R-O-N-D-A-R-U-S-E-Y. Um, RondaMMA.com. Ronda Rousey and Eddie Bravo. You guys both sound like characters in a fucking movie. Right? <laughs> You're superheroes. Bravo, that was actually the first word I ever said. That was my first word. Really? Bravo. Because every time after we said? played Babby, like Patty Cake, then he'd say Bravo and clap at the end, and that was my first word was Bravo. So Ronda so Rousey very, on Twitter. I'm very uh, experienced at saying your name. Crazy. Bravo. Ronda Rousey on Twitter. Anything <laughs> else? Anything else? Uh, yeah, Scissors Manny Jeans, Polani Watches, BossRootin.com, Gaspari Nutrition. Hopefully. Oh, this is all your sponsors? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice, nice. And That's we'll great. see you when you uh, schedule a fight in Strikeforce again. We I'm hoping for the spring. The spring. The spring. 135. I'm fighting. Powerful Ronda Rousey. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for tuning in. Thank you to the Fleshlight. If you go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link for the Fleshlight, enter in the code name Rogan, and you get 15% off. Thank you to Onnit.com, O N N I T, makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech, and now Shroom Tech Immune. It is uh, some, we, we, Aubrey explained it yesterday, some sort of a, a, a mushroom that stimulates your immune system. Gets your immune system to think that it's going to have to fight it off, but it doesn't actually. So it just makes your super pumped immune system dominate against disease. We also have Shroom Tech Sport, which is the uh, one made out of cordyceps mushroom, and five, the 5-HTP supplement, New Mood. Go to onit.com, enter in the code name Rogan, get yourself 10% off. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This Friday, we're going to have the anniversary podcast. So Friday the 23rd is the second anniversary of us doing this podcast. So we don't know who's going to be on it, but it will be Friday, and it will be before our show at the Ice House. Uh, thank you, everybody. That's it. Ronda Rousey, you're a badass motherfucker. Thank you for coming down here. Thank it was you for a lot of fun on. having you. This you're cool, so cool as fuck. Eddie Bravo, always my dog. Brian Redband, follow him on Twitter and follow the Death Squad, Death Squad on iTunes. Um, and if you want to get the iTunes Chronicles, that's the podcast that we do right here out of the Ice House. Did I see the iTunes Chronicles? I did. <laughs> I don't know. I think I did. If you want to get the Ice House, Ice House Chronicles, the, <laughs> it's the, the podcast we do right here out of this studio at the Ice House in Pasadena. We do it all the time with some of the best comics in the world. That's only available on Death Squad. So fucking sign up for that shit. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.